What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's evening Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick these facts. If we don't care about your feelings, we back in here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the King of Kings and the King of Content and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, Mr. The Notorious Beat. The Notorious Beat. The Notorious CGA. And Mr. Cochellini himself and the prognosticator, pro Coach Adamas. Give myself an L. Shuffling through that one. I messed it up. You mess up one thing and I get out of rhythm. Anyway, we got a great show today. A massive number. Not a massive member. A massive number of millennials. And that's you. Of millennial, young millennials, too. Hello. <laughs> young millennials and women are moving back with their parents. Yes. This is going to explain the marketplace that we call the junior college. And it's going to sum it right up. Generation Z as well. And the reason why. And we know why. Your rent's due, motherfucker. There's a lot of people. I'm in a bind, Nate. That Nate, we're in a bind, Nate. <laughs> we got that going on. So we got a couple of other great stories. I'm going to roll them at the bottom of the topic screen right there. Not only that, we will let you guys know that we are live streaming simultaneously on fakebook.com. Shout out to fakebook. We're also over on the Notorious CGA channel here on YouTube. And we're on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel as always. In addition, we're over on Rumble as well. So all of the people that says, go to Rumble, we've been rumbling in the jungle. All right, shout out to everybody here. appreciate y'all. Do me a favor, no matter what platform you're listening to me on, hit the like button in the building. We got some great topics, and we're going to have a moment with Coach Adamas, which is we're going to follow up on the Deion Sanders things and reveal that its first two major hires have been in the books, and they're precisely what I said would happen. All right. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. You're contributing not to my income, but you're contributing to the Baby Mama Terrace Fund and um, the the Monkey Double Backflip Fund, the, the, the Junior College Fund, the Jasmine Rice Fund, the Jasmine Rice Fund. Yes, indeed. Or you can donate, or you can go over to the Notorious CGA channel on YouTube. And you can send a super chat over there, all right, as well. I, I believe even on Rumble, you can send a super chat. All right, shout out. I don't know what they call it, a Rumble chat as well. And I will read them. I would acknowledge them. Uh, what do we got? I don't know what they can do on Facebook. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. Don't know what I can do for y'all over there. I might, is there a live stream? Is there a live chat on Facebook? Is there a live chat? I have no. <laughs> I don't even know if I can look at anything over there on Facebook. As you guys know, Facebook is, I don't like Facebook. Like, I don't even know what's going on over there. So uh, anyway, but shout out to everybody that watches me over there. Share the video and let all the normies have a, you know, meltdown watching my video. This is reprehensible. Normies don't have time. CIA book. Normies don't have time to watch my long videos. That's why they ain't did nothing with me over there. Anyway, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. All right, we got some super chat time in the building. Super chat time. Thank you, man. Tracy O'Neill is in the building. He's at the gym listening to CGA shout out to the goat and he's staying focused lord have mercy we must stay focused brothers we must stay focused shout out to Jeff Lewis reading the free agent lifestyle while listening to coach shout out to my favorite African American uh, look at my African American over here look at him are you the greatest 
You know what I'm talking about? Brandon says he's a millennial. He appreciates the heat check. Shout out to the ladies. Somebody said the ladies are here for the jokes. The ladies are here for the jokes. And I know women watch me in the deep, deep, dark shadows. You know what I mean? You'd be looking at me. You'd be looking at your husband. You'd be looking at me and you'd be like, damn, I need me some CGA in my life. Then you look back at your husband. You look at back at me and you'd be looking at my chocolatey skin. And you'd be like, damn, that's a sexy ass old man. I know you want to rub your fingers through my beard, lady. I know. And then look at your look at your recessed chin husband. Go look at him. Look at your pot belly husband right now. All right. Look at your pot belly husband. You know, you watching me with your headphones on. Uh, honey, I'm going to go listen to Waiting to Exhale. Uh, uh, Stella got her groove back. I'm going to go listen to Love Languages. Yes. And you back watching me. All right. Thinking about showing your feet to me. I know you. Tell. <laughs> tell them to pipe down. You watching CGA right now. All right. I see. y'all. I know y'all in the back. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. You know how they reach me. Ten toes up. Ten toes up in the building. All right. They quietly watching me. They be like, I know he smelled good. You know you want to put your chin right here on my neck and smell that Versace. <sighs> that Versace Eros. Ten toes up, huh? <laughs> Especially if you're over 42 years old. If you're 40, 42, just come in. I can give you a heat check. <laughs> I can give you. I can check you out. We can practice you. You know, I'm, I'm, out, I'm auditioning. Women 40 and up, I'm auditioning. <laughs> They want to come to me to the with the Raiders game. They'd be like, I want to be his date. Oh, we, I'm, I'll, I'll audition you. I'll audition you. Him, Daddy. But as long as you know your place, you know what I mean? You know your place. You, you, you're not getting prime time. You're getting Tuesdays, maybe a Wednesday if I just, you know, a Monday. Yeah. Anyway, come on down. I'll take care of you. Anyway, shout out to you, brothers. Uh, let me see what's going on over on the Cash app and the other apps. In the building, uh, we got in the building again. I'm gonna say it one more 50 11 times. We got Wayne Wonder in the building. Shout out to you for the uh donation from earlier today. Loud Pocket says, Four fingers up, two twisted in the middle with the thumb cuffed. West side for life. Yep, yes, indeed. Jules is in the building. Tied a ninja watching. Here's a little tuition free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> In the build, oh man, thank you, brother, for not for not ninja watching. We appreciate you, man. Juan says, Coach, I think last night's rant was a skit. Hashtag skit guy. <laughs> I went a little bit, I so much so that I had, you know, I had a junior college visitor, and I went in my head. I had to open the roof. I had to open the sunroof in the Porsche. I was steam was coming to my head. You know, my head was pounding. Something else was pounding later, but yes, my head was pounding. All right, where we had. And uh, we got uh, we got CT Jones in the building, nineteen and eighty three, I believe. Hit me with one of those. Get him, daddy. Indeed, get him, daddy. Hey, we're gonna talk about explain why the get him, daddy is really, really popular right now. All right, Eternal Hopes says free agent play belly deli food pop print go crazy. Are we already boom doing the belly deli? I don't want to chase people off already. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a great. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it. But I don't. People are still filing in the church. All right, I don't want to run them off already. They run in and they see they see a belly deli early in the show. They're going to be out of here. 
We don't want him to leave that fast. No government name. He says, you courageously dropped a lot of truth bombs that are not mainstream. Do you ever find yourself holding back your true thoughts for fear of being canceled? Yep. There's so much that, you know, I people believe that I'm one-dimensional. I should always stay one-dimensional. But there's stuff I could say or I'll sneak in that I could. I wish I could say it. I wish I could say it. But, um, you know, some things you can't say. I'm not in the position to be ready to be canceled yet. I'm still trying to extend this life just a little bit, probably about. And I was just talking to somebody about it. I was like three to five years, you know. I think I can do it um, at this pace for about that long, maybe slightly less, doing slightly less of it. And the one of the reasons I have to do it at this pace is because I'm a marked man in terms of uh, the platforms. So they eventually find me. I eventually get demonetized. Uh, they Like I'll have a channel and then I'll make a new one. They'll find that demonetize it and they'll be like, it's associated with the previous channel. Like I'm already marked. Uh, but for some reason, I'm I just they keep me here. They keep me here. So I got to do other ways and more work. I got to work two and three times harder. And not only that, I'm swimming upstream. People don't that people, my competitors or people who are in this, they're they they don't have any shadow ban. <laughs> they're mar all their videos are green. I don't I mean, it's crazy. And still fighting upstream. I have a lot of numbers, you know, I mean, comparatively. Uh, but uh, it's just it's a matter of time that you know, those numbers will be dwarfed by bigger, bigger numbers because people will just have bigger numbers than me because they're not fighting what I'm fighting against on a daily basis. They don't have to stream twice. They don't have to like they can stream once. They can put a 15 minute video up and kick back and they'll make more than me. And I'll be on here for five hours because none of my stuff is monetized on the back end, even on the replay. No, no videos are. But um, another person, not even not even a red pill person. Um, could just make a video about anything and they could make 52 videos in a year as long as they're getting big traffic and constant views, they'll make way more money than I make, which I don't make any because I'm unemployed. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and that's you. It's not a 100% a complaint, but it's just a reality. It's just my reality. So, uh, yeah, it's, just, it's one of those things I'd be like, God dang, you know. Sometimes, though, you got to work 10 times harder than the next man. But it's all right. It's all right. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes I'll do a video and I'll I'll reach back. I'll be like, I know they're going to get that one. <laughs> I'll do a video like last night's video. I was like, yeah, I'm going to need to take that one down. I'm going to need to take that one down because that one was full of piss and vinegar. For sure. It wasn't full of hate, but I was leaning in just a little bit. But, yeah, there are some things that I really don't go into that I would go into that would for sure get me. And my my editor, my editor, always he'll cut up something and he'll send it to me. And I'll be like, I can't put that on Instagram or TikTok. That's an automatic cancellation. But I can do it in the confines of a live stream. I can make those statements in a live stream because they're hidden within two or three hour live streams. But when you edit it down to 25, 30 seconds and you put them clips out, I was like, dude, I can't post that shit. <laughs> Especially on TikTok. I'm like, there's no way. So just so you know, when I post something on Instagram and TikTok, I thought about it like this. I'll be like, ooh, shit, this one going to be. And one time I posted one and I knew against my better judgment not to post it and TikTok definitely deleted my content. They deleted my whole channel. I was like, I knew I should have put that one up. All right, man. Yeah, that's the this is what content creators have to think about. 
Uh, let me see. Lyle Pockets, Joe Coachy. Shout out to the Fresno State Bulldogs championship game in SoFi Stadium on the 17th. Let's go, dog. Shout out to the Bulldogs, the Fresno State Bulldogs. Did I get uh did I get uh oh I did get that brother right there? Okay, so let me check PayPal and then we'll circle so we'll circle back like uh with that that redhead girl, Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. Did you see the are you following the Twitter files? If you're not a normie, you better be following what's going on with the Twitter files. All right. That's that's going to that should be mainstream news, but of course it's not. New, 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 new world order. Okay. It should be mainstream news, but of course they are hiding it, media just overlooking it. It's a sad, sad state. It lets you know where we are in this world. But of course, women aren't following the Twitter files. They're following Instagram models or Instagram makeup thing. This is why normies, this is why I call you a normie. If you don't know what Twitter files are, you are a normie. <laughs> if you just take the Twitter files in the, in the conversation about Twitter files and you shove it to the side like, well, it don't matter now. You're a normie. You're a bot. Like, I have no I have I have no sympathy for you. If you think it's irrelevant, if you think it's not a big deal, you are a straight up damn. Hey, you're a ham and egger. You're a ham and egger, normie, bot. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those are some of the things that we talked about there is where they were like, you're a conspiracy theorist three years ago, and, and now it's being all rolled out and right here, and nobody's worried about it. One of the things I warned you about is that's the case about things because people care about things in the present. The stuff in the past that they bring up is shit that they know they can't do anything about. So people care about things in the present. And what people are crafty at is saying, let's hold back the information for at least two years to 70 years, two to 70 years. The people won't care. It won't make that big of an impact. Just like they said, we're going to make the um, the the poke evidence from the data from these companies, Pfizer and, and whatever, Moderna. Well, we're going to put it away for 75 years. Of course. I mean, that makes it because the normie's not going to care in 75 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when the data's revealed, you ain't going to do nothing with it. You're going to go back scrolling your phone. This is the same thing with the Twitter files. Everything that is in there, no matter if you're a Republican or Democrat, you look bad. But when they talk about social media deplatforming censorship, I was a victim of it on definitely on Instagram for sure. Certainly on TikTok. Definitely here in this space during the time of 2020 to 2022. It's being revealed what exactly was happening. And guess what? Y'all mouth breathers sleep at the wheel. I mean, it's discouraging for me. It's absolutely discouraging because I look at you and I'll be like. <laughs> and guess what? I'll say exactly what's being revealed. I'll be like, are y'all paying attention to the Twitter files? Oh, him, a conspiracy theorist. Still, even with the evidence right in front of you, you mouth breathers. And not only that, Coach Radamus, we're going to have a moment where Coach Radamus, Coach Radamus, uh, you guys are underestimating information that I'm giving you. I'm giving you information that is not mostly released to the public. You guys don't know. Nobody talks about this stuff. Most of the stuff that I talk about. And I'll even predict just because I see where it's coming and I see the evidence way before Normie see it. Y'all don't see it. And then I come in here patting myself on the back and everybody's like, oh, him doom and gloom. Him at the brag. Yo, man. New, 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 new world order. Anyway, hey, Soups Ramirez. He says, yo, Coachy, I'm a chef at a restaurant. I must ask the Democratic, 
I must have asked the Democratic catfish nugget, buttermilk, uh, cornmeal bread or beer batter deep fried. I have to know. Hey, guys, uh, I think I know the answer. <laughs> I think I know the answer. I believe for Democratic catfish nuggets, you're going to need the cornmeal. You're going to need the cornmeal. All right. I don't think the beer batter is what they want. You're going to need the cornmeal. <laughs> All right. Who wants to? I don't like the beer batter. I want the cornmeal. All right. And make some hush puppies uh, while you're at it. Make some hush puppies. Okay. All right. What a mess. What a mess. Blake Blackrow says today is my day off from the gym at the cigar lounge getting blue chip gems. Life is good while enjoying a scotch around wealthy, like-minded men, people, and networking. Shout out to you. Congratulations to you. You making it happen. All right, ask the Bamas. The Bamas know what's going on. All right, people, the Bamas know what to do. Let me give it a moment with uh, uh, the the Damas. And if you don't know, maybe most of the people don't know, Damas is a playoff of the notorious prognosticator Nostradamus, Michelle Nostradamus, however you pronounce it. And uh, Michelle Nostradamus uh, actually is famous for writing a book in the year 1555 in which he created these quatrains. And there were 942 quatrains. In these quatrains, it is said, and they're more mystic. They're kind of, you have to read into them. And if you have a historical node, you will be able to connect events if you believe in Michel Nostradamus. But what happens is, and Michel Nostradamus is said to have predicted up to 50% of future events. Specifically, one, Hister. He is noted as predicting one of the antichrists which goes by Hister. He actually writes the name Hister. There is also the prediction potentially of Napoleon, and the third Antichrist is the Blue Turban Man. So we don't know. At one point, they were thinking maybe Saddam Hussein would be the third Antichrist or potentially Osama bin Laden. But he is known to have predicted up to 50% of his, of his 942 core trains. He is predicted 50% with somewhat accuracy. Kostradamus has per- I'm batting 1,000. <laughs> Kostradamus is like 900, nine, I'm sorry, 99.9%, maybe 98%. I'm, I'm dominating Michel Nostradamus right now. I'm dominating him. I'm, I mean, I'm almost not wrong. Even when I was wrong, I was partially right. <laughs> Even when I was wrong, I was partially right. I'm batting. I'm killing it. I'm circling the bases right now, the base pads. And here's another one right here. And of course, whether they're small or big, it is what it is. Just like you, whether it's small or big, pause. (laughs) First prediction that I've made, and I said this because a lot of people will be talking about Deion Sanders. And I said Deion Sanders, obviously now, that he's not going to be in the black colleges. He's going to be in the real world. <laughs> he's going to have to hire white assistant coaches, mostly likely. And I said his defensive coordinator probably might be black, but he's going to bring a lot of his black coaches from, or many of them from Jackson State. But some of his coaches, he's going to have to integrate. He's going to have to hire white coaches. Here you go. Deion Sanders' second hire is Mike Zimmer, former head coach of the new uh, the Minnesota Vikings. He has now hired Mike Zimmer, which people will say this is a big hire. 
Okay, Mike Zimmer has now been named the defensive coordinator at Colorado. Now, this is a major, major hire for the college level, but it is what it is. You see what we see. You see what Deion Sanders is putting together there. He's not playing games. Now, this doesn't guarantee any success, but he is not bringing high school coaching staff to Colorado. He's bringing some heavy hitters, he says. And with that, the offensive coordinator that he hired is a, oh, what happened here? Is a current, he was the previously, last week, he was a head coach for Kent State University. And he brought him on as an addition as the offensive coordinator. And he's known for basically, um, if you will, uh, uh, basically fast break football, spread offenses to help accentuate the talents of his of Deion Sanders' son. Now, he was not a failure of a coach, although his head coaching record is not a winning record. He previously went to a bowl game last year. I believe this year he barely just got out of the uh the championship game for his um for his um for his conference. So this is how big of a hire, this is how big he's going. Yeah, no huddle offense, fast break football, spread offense, tempo. All right, that's basically what he's going to bring here. Uh, not here, bring to Colorado. So he's already made two, which would be significant hires. That shows that he's not playing. And now, and now what do we have here? Now we have an opportunity to, um, to then fill out, fill out the rest of his staff with recruiting coordinators, assistant coaches, administrative assistants, and so forth, which I'm pretty sure will, many of them will come from Jackson State. So that's what it is. That's how people are looking at Dion in the industry as this is a significant hire. I want to be a part of this. So good for him. Good luck. And I was just wanted to share that with you. That's where he's going. And I know that maybe some black folks, they might be mad at that. They're like, no, nah, man, what? He's supposed to be hiring all brothers. Nope. All right. We got another Coastal Domus prediction right here. Here's a statement that I had made a long time ago. Not a long time ago, but, you know, in the in the in the context of social media it was if it's within a year ago it was a long time it's old news this is a rapper and i said this in the blue chip mindset stream i said a lot of people will say you're a loser if you do youtube if you make money on youtube you're a loser you have to make money on youtube a lot of people had used that as a way to shame you and i'm always was like you're an idiot if you're what you're an idiot if you think that because people make a lot of money on youtube now i don't i'm unemployed I have no resources. I don't own a damn thing. All right. Private investigator, if you're in the building, this doesn't apply to me. I was talking about the other people. I'm just letting y'all know. All right. But <laughs> I've always said that YouTubers make more money than rappers. I said YouTubers make more money than rappers. People don't believe me. And I was like, knowing what I know as somebody that's in the industry, YouTubers make more than rappers. Now rappers make they make um they make um songs about all the money they're getting and they do get lump sums sometimes they will get in advance sometimes they will get big checks and I remember I was listening to a known rapper who said he put out an album and you know rappers put out maybe one or two albums a year now he said he put out an album and they paid him $150,000 and I was like what <laughs> I was like I'm sorry what And this is what this is our current state of our economy right now. You don't realize it. And this guy's a rapper here. And let me show you what he said. He says NGL, which is not going to lie. This is slang, y'all. 
YouTube YouTubers slash streamers make more money than rappers, and it's not even close. That's almost verbatim. That's almost verbatim to what I said. <laughs> right? And I pulled up the numbers to prove it. That's an almost verbatim statement to what I said. I was like, it's not even close. It's not even close to what a YouTubers potentially can make. Okay, just cutting videos. And if you're a streamer, tick, uh, Twitch, um, you know, YouTube, Rumble, you stream. I'm like, you make it way more money than rappers. And not a lot of people don't know that. And what the other caveat is, the other caveat, he says, you don't have to face death. Well, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. Somebody said take out, take off made good. I'm gonna say, stop saying take out. Take out made good money. But most of the people that you hear, yeah, man. I mean, over time, the the guys that you think are making it, they're not. Now, um, damn, I was on a train of thought that I was gonna say something there. Oh, oh, the point was <laughs> the point was the problem that you don't see is that a lot of YouTubers recognize that they have to relate to their audiences, they have to relate to their audiences. Because if YouTube YouTubers can't use boisterous flamboyant, now I'm kind of doing it with the Porsche, but it's a character, right? It's a character. I don't know nothing. It's a character on the show. But YouTubers have to always main true to the audience and relate. So they can't, many times they can't overemphasize that that's happening. So they will continue to wear their what? YouTube uniform. I said this. I was like, they'll just come on and wear their YouTube uniform. And I'll tell you, um, YouTube uniform. You can you can you can name a YouTuber, especially in the manosphere. What is their what is their uniform? CGA black shirt, lead attorney blue suit, Kevin Samuels gray suit. Okay, uh, Mr. Cario, Mr. Lucario, shout out to him. Black hat backwards, black t-shirt. Okay, um, let me see here. Uh, Rolo Tomasi hat, <laughs> hat or hat backwards, long. <laughs> You know what I mean? Dingy t-shirt. Fresh and fit. Fresh and fit shirt. Tim Pool black hoodie. MTR hoodie. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so when it comes to it, when it comes to it, people, <laughs> yeah, Myron, black t-shirt. Fresh, black shirt, turtleneck, gold chain. Uh, You know, angry man, polo shirt with polo written across it. Yep, Andrew Tate, shirt off, sunglasses, Ray-Bans. So it's pretty simple. People got their YouTube uniform. So you might think, oh, who is this dusty person? What, what not? Well, that's what that's what people do here. We don't we don't have the some people will do bling, like maybe uh, what was the dude name? Ami, Ami in a Hellcat. So he did 5011 cars. 5011 cars. So he did 5011 cars, and that is the extent of his flossing. But not many streamers floss like um like rappers do. So you think it you think they're not doing anything, but you really don't know. But me, on the other hand, I ain't got no yob. I ain't got no yob. I'm struggling here. Mr. Hafiz, blue blue, blue suit with a, a jogger tie up here. So anyway, man. <laughs> rappers aren't. Not anymore, and you because it's too easy to make the music anyway. That's a moment with Coach Stradamus. Let me catch up on some super chats there. Uh, Coach Stradamus be hitting, be batting. 
We batting thousands in here. My man uh, Kazam's way says it's eternal. Well, he says it's eternal. I keep trying to watch on Rumble, but it keeps force closing. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll tell you, man. Listen, I'm only over over there because I want. Oh, look, it stopped my stream over there. Am I still going? Yeah, it didn't force close on me. It just stopped playing the stream in the background. I don't know. I got too much stuff going on. But yeah, Rumble's got some kinks to work out. It ain't ready yet. They ain't ready to compete yet, but they I guess they have everything infrastructure to have it. So I'm there. I'm everywhere. Colt Spiller, possible future morning live stream. BuzzFeed, I visit a former plantation to understand why people get married there. All I saw was pain. So wait, is that the name of the thing? BuzzFeed article, I visited a former plantation to understand why people get married. What? <laughs> or they get married at the plantation. Who gets married at a plantation? That's actually, that's weird. I'm wondering here. Okay, I actually just pulled it up. I'm not going to talk about it today. But yeah, thank you, brother, for the future idea. That sounds interesting, man. Colt, Henry Resilient, he says, I hate to be doom and gloom, but how did you make it through the BS? My ex just blocked half of my birthday this Friday with our daughter. Nothing I can do. Gentlemen, I don't want to go too far off on a tangent. Shout out to Henry Resilient. He's got a young daughter. I believe it's a daughter. Yeah, a daughter. And he just got a divorce. He got praying mantis and he got divorced. Great to kingdom come. What I would suggest to you is don't fight over petty stuff. All right. Because she knows you care. Don't fight over Christmas. Don't fight over your birthday. Don't fight over her birthday um, or any of those things. And what ninjas are going to do. And I'm going to tell you what men are going to do. You're going to be like, well, I got to see my kid on my on a kid's birthday. The mother knows that, and she's going to hold you. She's going to hold your kid hostage, make up 50, 11 damn reasons to why you, the kid can't see you, and so forth and so on. What you need to do is make other holidays. I know this is going to sound like you're giving her an advantage and you want to fight. Guys, if you take her to court and say that she didn't let you see the daughter on your birthday or her birthday, the judge is not going to care. Nobody's going to care. Maybe she gets a slap on the wrist in a in a scolding at best. Nothing legally is going to happen. What you need to do is, somebody said, wash your hands, in Henry. The, the child is definitely too young to wash hands completely. But if the bullshit keeps on, might have to let it go. Okay. But, and they're going to blame you, guys. The, they, your daughter's going to blame you till she's 50 years old. Trust me, there's, there's no wins here. Here's the deal. For now, make different days to celebrate holidays. Make different days. If Thanksgiving, it ain't your Thanksgiving, have a Thanksgiving the week before or the week after. If it's Christmas and, and your baby mama terrorist says, ah, no, nah, you can't have more Christmas because we got this and that. And you haven't, even if you ironed out a legal agreement to say specifically what you do on Christmas, she won't honor it after some time. Celebrate Christmas on the 27th. Celebrate Christmas on the, 20, on the 22nd. Do what you really want to do, guys. In this situation, man, look, you don't fight over that bullshit. Don't don't get yourself worked up. Don't get yourself worked up because there's too many of these situations. There's Easter. There's New Year. There's Christmas. There's Thanksgiving. There's um also any of anybody's birthday, your baby mama terrorist, yours and or the children's birthday. Uh, you're going to work yourself up. Move on. That's my advice. Pick your battles. That's a little that's a molehill. That's a molehill. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Fourth of July. Uh, do a fireworks show. Find a fireworks show that pop off on the second or the third. All right. Your baby mama terrorist knows 
to bother you with shit that you that that she believes you care about. They're programmed for this shit. <laughs> Leave the shit alone. Now, for the guys who are like, nah, you need to fight. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna work yourself up for a holiday. <laughs> you're gonna work yourself up for a calendar day when there's 365 and, and an extra on, on a leap year. Figure some shit out, make your own shit. These, these people are destroyers. Yeah, Mother's Day, there's Mother's Day, there's Father's Day, right? There's a lot of these days that you're going to fight over that is nonsense. Leave the shit alone, bro. <laughs> don't fight, it's a trap. Hey, Sh Shadrick said it. Don't fight it, it's a trap, bro. So you're asking about her, no, your birthday. Fuck it, dude. It's your birthday, bro. You can celebrate your birthday any day of the week. Make a half birthday. And don't let your, ba your baby mama terrorist wife know. Celebrate half birthdays. You celebrate your daughter's half birthday. Okay. So whatever your daughter, if, if it's December 25th, is uh is, is her birthday, celebrate her half birthday on June 25th. Hey, we celebrate half birthdays here and make it a big freaking deal. You know what I mean? Anyway, I tell you, there's a way to work around a baby mama terrorist because she's doing things to hurt you and she's doing things and it's passive aggressive. Is passive aggressive at best. So she'll act like, well, I had nothing to do about it. I had to do this and I don't know. And I didn't know. And your birthday fell on a Saturday and we had gymnastics. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Let it go. All right. Shout out to Abel. Abel returns to Eden. Shout out to you with that. Uh, sponsor. I'm rich, All right. He says, do nothing with us. He says, and if the baby mama can't stand on her, wait, if the black male, so he says, do nothing with us, and if the black male can't stand on his own legs, let him fall also. All I ask is give him a chance to stand on his own. Let him alone. That's from Frederick Douglass. Man, Frederick Douglass got some damn, he got some heavy hitters, and I imagine based on Frederick Douglass's alleged picture, he looked like he didn't put up with no shit. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, he wasn't about excuse-making. He fought too hard to get to where he was. He wasn't about making no excuses. So, um, and um, I'm kind of that, too. We're all battle-tested. I fought pretty hard to get here. You might not think where I am is anywhere, but where I got to, I fought hard to get to it, and I ain't letting nobody else take it. Not with no sympathy points, not with no, oh, what you should do, Not none of that shit. I fought hard to get here. I'm not going back on some emotional shit that somebody's experiencing. F all that. I don't care who you are. <laughs> okay. I don't care if you're my mama, my kids, my baby mama terrorists. I don't care. I don't give a damn. I ain't going backwards. I ain't going back. All right. Where we at here? Uh, Muddy Jacqueline in the building. And uh, you called yourself eternal. He says J uh, TJ Holmes fired. Over Snow Bunny Peace Leave. Did they finally fire his butt? They fired him? Let me check it. Gentlemen, don't let... Okay, uh, well, he's gone. I don't know. I don't have a fire, but he's definitely going to... He's definitely going to get fired. I don't have a headline or news. Let me see if I can pop this up. Yeah, this is from yesterday. I reported on that. But yeah, he going he gonna to get fired. Over some damn Snow Bunny Peace Leave. All right, let's get to the second part. Uh, second article here. NFL, ex-NFL puncher known as the punt god. Looks like he's going to dodge a false alligator, as we call him over here. Let's go ahead and look at the story. I reported this immediately afterwards. Uh, you can go back into my streams and, and see the stream where I talked about this. 
the punk guy himself, Matt Areza, I'm going to call him Areza, he won't face charges over grape allegation. Unfortunately, he doesn't have a job. All right? He don't have a job. All right? <laughs> he don't have a job. Anybody have a wrench over there? Let's give Henry resilient one. <laughs> let's get let's get you a wrench. Somebody's bugging on the notorious CGA channel. They waited. They waited uh ten minutes to act a fool. All right. So let me see here. They waited ten minutes to act a fool. All right. So get him. So remember this happened. Uh, let's go through the story. Uh, Matt Areza, I believe you call him. He was a former. He was the best NCAA punter coming out, and the Buffalo Bills spent a draft pick on him. He spent a draft. They spent a draft pick on him, and he was scheduled to be uh, with the Buffalo Bills. However, a minor, a 17-year-old young lady, adolescent, claimed that he was part of a group gang grape at a party at San Diego State Party School University, Flatback University. Now, here's what happened: there was a Hollywood, uh, Hollywood. There was a Halloween party. And a, you know, like, like anything, young women, 17, they always are going to go where older guys are. They can't just stay at high school parties. So these young girl comes from, I believe, Escondido. Her parents lost track of her on Halloween, let her go out here in these streets. In these streets. And she went out to the uh, college party. As most college parties happen, she got her cheeks clapped. <laughs> okay. She got her cheeks clapped. And she got her cheeks clapped by, let me see here. I'm going to, okay, we got them. We got her here. She got her cheeks clapped by Matt, as you can see here. And he did not deny that he clapped those cheeks. Now he said, I didn't know she was 17. I didn't know she was 17. And rightly so, she's at a college party. Why would you assume that? I mean, he's like 20 and whatnot. Why would you assume that she's a high school student? But she was a high school student. Now, these laws are changing with age of consent. Because it used to be, oh, it doesn't matter if you didn't know. Now they know what women are doing on Instagram. They know what's going on. And don't try this on your own. They know what's going on. So they're like, man, these girls are putting themselves in this position. And she put herself there. Now what happens is she claimed that after she uh, let Matt clap the cheeks on a patio outside. All right. He clapped the cheeks on a patio. She somehow ended up in a room with additional football players at the San Diego State University. So then the gang grape happened, but Matt was not in the room. Matt was not in the room. And in California, the age is 18. All right. In most states, it's 16. Some with 16 in special circumstances. I'm not telling you what to do. We're just telling you for a point of reference. So Matt was not a part of the gang grape. He was the one that preceded the gang grape. And she's saying that. She used his name. She threw his name in the hat saying, these guys gang me. Well, there was not enough evidence to, I'm going to read the article. There wasn't enough evidence or the, the, the district attorney said, this is a loser. This case is a loser. We, they were like, even if we try this, there's no way he's going to get punishment. punishment. Now, the problem is he done lost his job. Of course, she was drunk. As a matter of fact, we have to think about this. You have alcohol. You have a willing participant. She willingly went to the party. She willingly drunk alcohol, and she put herself in that situation. 
times are changing. Times are changing. They used to automatically just slam dunk you. Now they're going, these people know what they're doing. They're making this choice. And you know what? Don't put yourself in that situation. I do have live footage from the party. I was somehow able to tap into their camera. And I think I got it. So let me see if I can pull up the footage from the camera of potentially what the young lady might have looked like. Here it is. Hi, girl. Josie. I love your <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love it. Yeah, I believe that's what went down. I'm not sure what went down, but I believe it looks something like that. It looks something like that. Potentially, that might have been foot. <laughs> I hacked into their, I hacked into their ring doorbell camera, and that's what I found. So I'm not sure if that's it was Josie. <laughs> she was a minor. So here you got it. Let me go ahead and read what happened here. It says ex Bills punter who lost his job over this allegation won't face charges over the false alligator. I mean, it's a false alligator if they don't push the charges. It says former Buffalo Bills punter Matt Areza will not face criminal charges despite being accused of participating in a gang grape of a minor at a party in 2021. The San Diego County District Attorney's Office announced the de declination or the declining of charges on Wednesday, saying in a statement, ultimately prosecutors determined it is clear the evidence does not support the filing of criminal charges. Yo, I'm going to tell you, man. Mm. Y'all can be mad y'all won't. Y'all can be mad if y'all won't. I know some people in here steaming mad. Well, she was still a minor. He still did her. She was still at the party. Guys, the times are changing. They're putting accountability on women and young women. They're saying y'all can't just keep coming in here drunk, high, and all of that shit. If you had your faculties, you chose to be there. There's no victims. There's just volunteers. There's no victims, just volunteers. She was a volunteer. They like, yo, uh, and then they went through the story and it was like, the story don't add up. Story don't add up. <laughs> all right. Um, and that's what it is. Y'all can be pissed off. They added, there is no path. There is no path to a potential criminal conviction. There was no path to a potential criminal conviction. There was like, I, there, we can't get, there's no crime here. There's no, there's not one crime. Like we could even get them with the minor thing. And it was like, well, she admitted that they had consensual sex and she admitted she was drunk, but like they, they probably tried to juggle that in the air. They was like, uh, what the uh, 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 we gonna put her on the stand? She's gonna say she uh, volunteered to drink and had 50 11 drinks, had a couple of perks in the Molly, and then she bent over willingly. She said, Come on, give it to me harder. It was like, Oh, shit. she even admitted to that. She asked for it, she asked for the piping. <laughs> I was like, oh, What are we gonna do? She's gonna get on the witness stand. Oh my god, it was him. He piped me down after I asked him to throttle me. They was like, We can't really. Think about this. Yeah, they pulled her TikTok up. They put, hey, Derek said it. Derek G said it. They probably pulled her Instagram and TikTok. It was like, shh. <laughs> they was like, hey. They pulled her Instagram and TikTok. It was like, <laughs> they hit her with the Martin Luke. It was like, uh, <laughs> 
It was like looking at your shit. Like we supposed to we supposed to look like you were just a naive 17-year-old didn't know what's gonna happen. They was like, bitch, please. They even went to the human resource office. They was like, do we have anything? They was like, nope. <laughs> Let me see. They checked the whole facts. She been in them streets. She been selling a bit too. In these streets. They probably pulled up her seeking arrangements and was like, they pulled up her seeking arrangements. They was like. <laughs> they was like, this bitch ain't 17. She acted like she 26. They pulled up her Tinder and she was like age 21. They was like, oh, this bitch. You know, I ain't lying. They was like, oh, the humanity. So look, this is a new, this is a new day. There's not many volunteers. There's not many victims these days. They're pretty much volunteers. As we reported, Ariza was sued back in August after a woman identified as Jane Doe, Jane Doe said the NFL player and two other men graped her, gang graped her um, on October 17, 2021 party at Ariza's San Diego home. Doe said, she was only 17 at the time, claiming uh, in the suit that a short time after she met Ariza at the Halloween theme bash, the former San Diego State punter handed her a drink that she later believed contained alcohol and other intoxicating, substance, <laughs> intoxicating substances. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So she said she he handed her a drink and she gulped it down. In the soup, she alleged that the uh, two then engaged in sexual acts outside of the home in the bushes. They they basically she basically gave it up after she drunk the drink. Guys, never hand a drink to a minor. That's an automatic. But she says in the suit, she alleged that the two then engaged in sexual acts outside the home before he led her to a room in the house where he and two of the teammates at San Diego State. I'm not going to mention their name because I don't know. They abused her for over an hour. They abused her for over an hour. That sounds like, and the tag team champions of the world, the road dog, Jesse James, badass Billy Gunn, the new age outlaws. That sounds like a tag team match. Let's continue. By the way, I just want to preface, they have not charged anyone. Guys, this stuff is happening. They probably got the video. They probably got her own video. They probably got her own video afterwards and have money taped to her forehead. She looking like Master Splinter after the video. Oh, your ass didn't know? Well, your ass better call somebody. you like, coach is really making fun of this. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. And that's you. Oh, my goodness. This is a terrible. This is reprehensible. Doe claimed once the party was shut down, she, quote, stumbled out of the room bloody and crying. She sued Ariza and the two other men for unspecified damages. Her attorney Dan Gillian said in a statement to the athletic that he quote was not surprised by Wednesday's news. Why? Okay. He's going to say it right here. The police rarely pay much attention to the cases where the victim is intoxicated. Ladies, listen up. Cause somebody's going, what if this happens to your daughter? Aha. I got you. I would tell my daughter to not go to drunk college parties. That might stop 
you from getting tag team champion. That might stop you from getting tag team. If you don't go to drunk parties, that might. And by, the, by the way, I pulled up this data in another stream. Most of these college assaults happen either with one or both. It was like a high number, like 60, 70, 80%. It was upwards to 80%. 80% of college assaults happen around alcohol and drugs. Okay. That's lamb there 80%. So they're always dealing with two people that are either one or two that have been intoxicated. So they're like, what would you tell your daughter? Stop drinking at college parties, period. Let me see here. Uh, college. I'm going to pull it up just so the, for the normies. Oh, you guys are looking at my, my damn Google. All right. Looking at my feet picture collection. <laughs> All right. Here we go. College sexual assault. Alcohol. Alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. What role does it play? All right. Let me see here. Oh, I have been playing on pulling this up. Okay. 75% of perpetrators, 55% of victims. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit, damn. This is a this is a real, this is a real study. All right. This is this is all the evidence right here. All right, but there were like 75% of perpetrators, 55% of victims involved alcohol consumption. In 97% of the alcohol-related sexual assaults, both the victim and the perpetrator had consumed alcohol. I'll pull it up right here just so you can see it. All right. So what would you tell your daughter? Don't drink. <laughs> Don't drink. I'll pull it up right here. This is just one study. You do it says right here. In 81% of the alcohol, okay, let me see right here. If the victim or the perpetrator is drinking alcohol, then both are, for example, 47% of the sexual assaults reported by college men involve alcohol consumption. In 81% of the alcohol-related sexual assaults, both the victim and the perpetrator had consumed alcohol. Similarly, in Harrington's and Lichtenberg's 1994, 55% of the sexual assaults reported by college women involve alcohol consumption. In 97% of the alcohol-related sexual assaults, both the victim and the perpetrator had consumed alcohol. The fact that the college assaults occurred in social situations in which men and women are typically drinking together make it difficult to examine hypotheses about the unique effects of perpetrator or victim intoxication. Are y'all listening to me? I know y'all are already tuning me out and blaming me. All right. There's the data. This is why then the attorney says, and listen and listen close because it had nothing to do with all the listen and listen close. The police rarely pay much attention to cases when the victim is intoxicated. Because you can't, most of the time, the intoxication was by choice. And then you get blackouts, you get unclear information, you get, I consented, but I was drunk. I consented, but I was a minor. I was drinking, I was a minor, but I consented and I didn't consent. Somebody says that, oh, Lizette is here. There's when, see, the women, the women roaches are coming out. I didn't put on the light. It doesn't excuse anything. Just be careful. Yes. Who said it excused it? It says it complicates it. Women shouldn't drink because you only have your set of eggs and have to protect them. Yes, we don't say what it should excuse, but we're saying it complicates it because there's no such thing as the truth when you are drunk. And I mentioned this yesterday in my rant saying that 
with parents, moms and fathers and children being um, being intoxicated on some sort of drug or sedated. Everybody's having non sober conversations when and when someone's on pills, if your wife is on pills, if your children are on some sort of antidepressants and you're having conversations with them, that's a non sober person. You cannot keep having conversations with um, with um, with uh, people who are not sober. It's going to complicate it. So if you're your your girlfriend has um, uh, antidepressants and Xanax or she comes off her antidepressant or you take antidepressants and you drink beer and smoke wheat and then your kids are on some ADHD, you got a house full of clowns. Right? There's no way anyone's sober in that house. So this is the complication, gentlemen and ladies. If you want complete control of yourself, stop drinking excessively and irresponsibly partying and then doing drugs on top of that and then trying to make something happen and be a victim. Doesn't excuse it, but it's going to make it a hell of a lot harder. And here's an attorney. Here's a minor in a, a situation where you have a high profile athlete. It should be a slam dunk. It should be a slam dunk prosecution and he skedaddled because the truth is you volunteer to be a weed head. You volunteer to be an alcoholic. You volunteer to be a pill popper. You volunteer to be a junkie. And if you a junkie and you hooked on pharma, well, then you ain't got no damn excuse. <laughs> you know, he's ain't ready for me. You know, he's ain't ready for me. I don't excuse. I don't make excuses for people. I don't. You chose to be there. You chose to go dress like a slutty uh, wolf at the Halloween party. And you went to a college party when your ass should have been at your high school party. And you took the drink and you got your cheeks clapped on the patio. <laughs> and now you want to be like. I need my payday. District attorney was like. Man, get your ass out of here. <laughs> District attorney was like, get out. <laughs> District attorney was like, uh-uh. District attorney said, it's barbecue in there. Now, what needs to be cleared up is this dude don't have a job. Is he able to go to get back into the NFL? He was supposedly the best punter of, of the time. He was the best um, punter of the time. He he's, was known as the punt god. That's how big of a punter he was. It says right here, uh, the punk god initially denied the allegation after the suit was filed, but was still let go by the Buffalo Bills days later. He remained a free agent. So can he, and shout out to the free agent, uh, Mr. Mr. Ariza here. Maybe he can get a job. So he lost his job at the end of the day. So he did get a win. He's not going to go to prison. He potentially is going to, I'm sure they have a civil lawsuit. He'll settle or they'll just go ahead and drop it because there was no prosecution. They might be able to get him for malicious prosecution of costing him his job. He might be able to sue the pants off of them. All right. If I was him, I'd be suing them. Indeed. Indeed, I'd be suing them. You lost me my career. Come on, man. You can't, you can't lose me my career. So I could focus on my career. Hey, the days I believe of people making dumbass excuses for everything is coming to an end. And especially for women. Ladies, y'all better listen up. Ladies, they're not going for the okie doke no more. And y'all seen this in many cases, the, even the Bill Cosby case. They're not going for the okie doke. They like, well, you bought him a sweater. 
and you went to his anniversary party and you went to this 50th gap, you know, you went here, you were there like what? So where was that one woman? It still doesn't excuse. Nah, nah, they ain't letting shit fly like it used to. Cause they used to be like, hashtag believe all women. Now they like, nah, let the ma'am sit down. Have a answer this question here. <laughs> You're victim blaming. No, the, the officers like, I'm not victim blaming, but I just want to know why your TikTok got you out here with your ass swinging around and you 17. <laughs> well, it shouldn't matter that I have a naked TikTok. And they're like, it's going to matter when we go to the jury and the defense brings up this TikTok account. <laughs> it's gonna matter the jury's gonna see you swinging your ass on tiktok and they're gonna see your seeking arrangement account and they're gonna see your dating profile on tinder and they're gonna be like what are we doing here what how we defend this shit you're gonna have to have a defense you're gonna have to answer these questions are you ready to answer these no this victim blaming okay i, I listen listen i'm out <laughs> No government name says those who want to move back home with their parents are more likely to be struggling and or broke. Too many people are on their ham and egg diet, but I would just prefer the eggs, please. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. No government name it was. I'm going to make sure I don't say your government name, but yeah, ham and eggs. People got a steady diet of ham and eggs out here. There's, there's ambition is gone. Remember when people wanted to be something? <laughs> like, Somebody says, Mr. Russell says, coach, please get, get a bodyguard. Your message is too dangerous. I know I'm, I saying this stuff is dangerous. Like, like people think that this is way off base. They're like, nah, but I show you the evidence. I don't just say this. You know what I mean? Like I take, I take time to bring up the evidence charts, graphs. I bring up college essays and so forth. I bring up the proof when I'm talking, which makes it difficult. For people to do, you know what I mean? Like I, cause I'll say something and I'll be like, damn, I better take time to just Google it real quick or take time and just search it because I've seen the data. And so I'll present it to you just so you know, look. All right. AD Austin says, I feel like many rappers borrow their jewelry. Yes, they do. Absolutely. They borrow their jewelry and they borrow the cars and the cars are rented. Not even, not even leased, not even leased. So they're showing you a lifestyle that actually does not exist. We got a co-sponsor of today's show here. I'm he says, hi, coach. First time contributor uh, to you from myself, the minister Nane Nane from Australia. He says, my respects and admiration for your work. I'm a South Asian. I'm a South Asian descent, but your divorce breakdown applies no matter the ethnicity. You are correct. It is the system. Keep up the vital work. Wish you good health and a long life ahead. Thank you, brothers. Yeah, I wish myself that as well. But yeah, the data is the data. I'm showing you what how this how this thing works. Female nature and male nature. There's nothing unique about what we talk about. Even the bait and switch, even the mind games, the gaslighting. All of this stuff has been ever present. You know what hasn't been ever present? The the judicial system. And the social, what we call the court of public opinion. Now, I'm going to say things in a drunk history manner. But when you apply to some of the things that we see now. And you think about what they did earlier in times, which people would call oppressive acts against women or minority. It was normally now you see why people were oppressive. 
You see why people tried to stamp shit out. They be like, no, don't let these women come around here talking. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't let them come around uh, the boy who cried wolf. Don't let them then just start gone running into the store and start stealing candy bars. You know what I mean? Like it's going to get out of control. You let one do it. Then 50 people going to be like, you start seeing why people start being mean to people. <laughs> you see why I would bring up one other thing, but of course that will get me banned. But there's a video of Idi Amin explaining it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it wasn't my words. Just use his anyway. <laughs> people have put precautions up related to how people have acted. And there's no difference today. The only difference is people get away with bullshit today. People get away with it. Back in the day, they just round up the witches. They're like, these witches bugging. These witches out here slinging peace leave. These witches out here acting up. They acting a monkey. These witches out here selling feet pictures. Round them up. You know what I mean? Like you were like, oh, they they happened to manage to round up these people, and it was no, 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 round their ass up. They acting up, and back in the day, you couldn't act up and just have just hide. <laughs> like you was wanting a wild open. You had to come out. You had to come out and act up. You had to come outside and act up. You couldn't just act up all in your house taking pictures and then playing the victim. You had to actually act up right in front of people, and then they would play the victim. They'd be looking at you like. I know this bitch lying. You, everybody saw you. Everybody saw you. All right, round they ass up. <laughs> Somebody says Shakespeare wrote about a lot of it. Yep. There used to be a time where, man, I'll tell you, man, but now people can act like I didn't mean to and I didn't do court of public opinion. We got the bad judicial system um, where the judicial system just loves people to sue people so they can stay in business. What a world we live in. Last one, Johnny Del Rio, Johnny Del Rome, not Del Rio. Johnny Del Rome, coach, I heard you talk about Napoleon Hill. We also need to promote Earl Nightingale's The Strongest Secret, free recordings with millions of listens on YouTube. He also has a summary of Thinking Grow Rich and much more recording recorded content to help men get in the mindset of shifting the paradigm into masculine prosperity. Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. Somebody said vigilantes. Yeah, vigilante justice I don't support. I don't support vigilante justice. But there was a time that was only vigilante justice, and it wasn't that long ago. There was vigilante justice all the way into the 1950s. Like, you can literally just be stringing people up and grabbing them. I don't believe in vigilante justice. But there's also a balance. It's like we have the judicial system, which is like molasses. It's slow as molasses. And uh, when you're arguing cases, you using you can just argue and argue and argue, and sometimes the innocent gets convicted and the guilty go free. So it's 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 not a perfect science. There's really not a lot of great justice in the legal system because sometimes if you got the money, you can get off. Sometimes if you you know you can you can be guilty as a mother sucker. You can almost say you about to be guilty, and then your case get throws out on the technicality. You can have the you could have the blood on your hands, and then they'll be like technicality case closed. So, you know, that's the that's the thing about the judicial system that people are frustrated by. All right, let's get back to here. Uh, the junior college is very unapologetic. We're going to take a trip to the junior college. Going to take a trip to the junior college. Uh, people been I've been talking about the junior college quite a bit. And uh, it is the new form of relationships. 
It is a new form of relationship. So I'm going to take you to Straggle Daggle University or Straggle Daggle Straggle Daggle Junior College. Um, this is not a skit. This is typical of what you would see of the young Straggle. Let's go ahead and put it, pop it up here. Thanks for sharing on locals. And you guys go over to locals. Great content over there provided by the watchers, the members of the coach game. Um, here's a straggle. And here's the guy who was doing street interviews. This is a new form of way of creating content. You're basically interviewing people and you're going to get one or two crazy things. Let's go ahead and play it. All right. So I have to preface because I didn't think you heard that. He says relationships or one night stands is the question. Let's play it. I see I'm, it's small on, is it small on my screen? Is it small on your screen? Let's make it larger. All right, let's make it larger. Can y'all hear it? Oh, it's no audio. Y'all got me. That's all right. <laughs> I got myself. Remove, stop, share, share tab. All right, audio. Okay, I had to do, that's an extra step that I have to jump through to get it right. Uh, Let's go ahead and start over. Circus time. It's just one nice thing. One night stands. Why? Because I don't do relationships. They're not for me. She's speaking in straggle, so I have to translate it. He asked her relationships or one night stands. She says one night stands, and he says why, and she says because I don't do relationships. Okay, she's kind of running the words together and talking fast. She says I don't do relationships. Okay, that sounds fast. That sounds that sounds fine. She's a nasty girl. Okay, let's go ahead and continue. I like to have fun. My nigga. <laughs> when are I going to be? I like you. Huh? When are I going to be? I like you. When are I what going to be? I want a nice thing. I have to pause it here just to give you a frame of reference. They are in what looks like a junior college student cafeteria. All right, they are definitely in a college cafeteria somewhere. Or a fast food joint. I see a lot of young college people here, potentially high school. They are not in anywhere fancy. He asked, when is it going to be my turn since she's down for one night stands? But what did I tell you guys? There's the modern woman, the modern young woman is not looking for hookups like that. If you're going to offer to slang Johnson, you're going to get a lesson. Let's go ahead and hear the lesson. No, you got some money. I think I'd do it anything. Yeah. What if I was broke? Well, we wouldn't be having no one night stand. I'm about to say, what money got to do with a one night stand? Everything. Yes, sir. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what's going on. I got money. Money opens doors. Money's and for young for Generation Z and young millennials. It's about the money. I got money. It's transactional. I've been telling you, I've been on the dark side for so much. I've been telling you now, it is not just older men that are going this. I called it. Coach Adam has got it. It's transactional to them. They don't have no problems doing this. They celibates. Now, you're going to be like, well, that's her. You haven't been on my locals. You're going to be like, look at her. She is drag. All right. You haven't been on my locals. We've been showing you that the normies have gone over to the renegade territory. Yep, they open for business. They see no problem doing it. They'll do it with the quickness. And they'll go let you 
Mac player dudes go ahead and, and, and run game on them too. Okay. It's all about the fistful of 20s, man. Y'all don't even know, man. If you got nieces, got if you got daughters, and the next story is going to confirm why they're doing this, they're in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. They rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Money opens the door. It, back in the day, money didn't open doors. Back in the day, you had to do all this excessive work. Money opens the doors now. And this is another proof. Here we go right here. Let's go ahead and continue. It's sorry for all the interruptions. I just had to explain myself well, what this new new age women are about. Yep, cash app. Cash app in the link. Cash app me. Cash. It's it's a cash app world. Continuing. What that what, what that mean? Elaborate. Necesita dinero if you want a one night stand. So like you want some see, I want some money. Yeah, that's how y'all be looking at me when I'm telling you this stuff. That's how the player guys look at me. That's how the dudes spitting that game and the alpha dudes be looking at me. That's how the dudes that be saying you're a trick and tricking and tricking and when the tricking become this is how y'all look at me. He like, what? Yes. And, and I want you to think about this. She's on camera saying it. <laughs> She's on camera, guys. These are your future wives. This is not out of the norm. I'm just letting y'all know. Let's continue. <laughs> so I got to pay for it. Huh? I got to pay for it. Oh, I mean, if that's what you want to call If that's what you want to call it. It's an evil world we live in. Yes, it is. How much for one night? All right, now we're getting two in details. We'll, we'll talk about that when it happens. Are y'all ready for this, man? <laughs> y'all ready for this? You better, if you have daughters, you better, su you better supplement them. Or they're going to be doing this. This woman has a this woman has a thousand dollars worth of stuff on her body. Her pants cost one hundred and fifty bucks, maybe one hundred and seventy five. Her shoes cost another one fifty. Her jacket and her T-shirt. Yes, that's expensive clothes. I know it doesn't look like much. That's probably another one hundred and fifty two hundred. So what are we at? What are we at? Uh, five fifty. Her hair. All right. That bundle she got in her hair. And she got a cap on, so she having a bad hair day. But that bundle of extension, that bundle of Britney she got on her head, all right, she got $1,000 worth of shit on. You got $200 worth of clothes on, mostly shoes. The nails, yep, the nails, adding 150 175 on the nails. And the eyelashes, the eyelashes, add another 50 to 75 to 150 on the eyelashes. She wearing $1,000. The hat probably costs 35, 45 bucks. And her backpack is right there. Yo, bruh, are y'all ready? Off camera. Off camera. <laughs> she said we could talk about this off camera if you want. I got money. Yeah, the iPhone, the iPhone she holding in her hand. That's another thousand in her grip. $800 iPhone, thousand bucks on the iPhone that somebody's sugar daddy probably paid for it. Yep. I got money. Now, you might be thinking, oh, well, like if you're her age, you'll be like, that ain't worth it. I'll just go ahead and work for another person. Um, my eight, her that same age and you'll continue work, 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 work. That's what we talk about. Money, energy, attention and time. You'll work, 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 work to get one. Now, that woman right there is getting ran through by men 39 and older. Mm. With the ease. <laughs> Simple. Like this. Boom. You won't even know. You won't even know she's gone. She'd be like, oh, I had to run to the stove, patting her weave like this. Yeah. She'd be patting her weave. 
And she ran back. What did you do? I went to go to the Asian uh, hair store to go get a bundle. And meanwhile, she didn't got clapped and returned back real quick. Y'all don't even know it happens. <laughs> you don't even know it happens. All right. Oh, I was away from my phone. I was. Yo, it's open. It's wide open. So the whole thing, man, and somebody said the brother, let me show you the brother. This is what the Mac guy is doing right here. Let me see. Where's the where's the picture on his face? Where people don't know that this is a transactional world now. And they're unapologetic about it. Let's put it back up on the screen. Yep. And he was like, yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> yeah, man. What a world we living in. So um, you actually see this coming up in some of the cartoons that uh, even the cartoons are addressing it. Now, what am I telling you to do? I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just warning you. Pay attention to what's happening. I, I've actually talked about this before this became mainstream, before I even talked about junior college. I used to tell you, look, Manhattan's no longer prosecuting. San Francisco's no longer prosecuting. LA's no longer prosecuting. I actually predicted this in the book, The Evolution. I said, this is women are returning to more, they're de-evolving from working women and career women, and they're turning into professionals. That's what the book, The Evolution, is about where they think they're progressing, but they're actually regressing, right? That's what a de-evolution is. They're de-evolving, and they're going back to what they were, which was the oldest profession. So this is what I, I've been preaching this for four years, right? Before I even got to the I got money and the Uncle Earl and the junior college and all selling. It started off with me saying selling feet pictures, but now it's evolved to now we're in the open transactional market. Let's go ahead and pull this up. And guys, dating game is dead because the girls you're running game on are many of them are selling a bit and they've been doing it for a long time. Check this out right here. Uh, what do I mean you do it here? Uh, this is the boondocks. This is the boondocks. Another thing that actually predicts things. Uh, this one says here, the boondocks, it says women are 304s. How do these titles get past YouTube and I'm demonetized? I don't get it. But let's go ahead and play. Let's go ahead and play this clip and take a good listen. Well, I don't see what the big deal is with hoes anyway. Riley, all women are not hoes. We're talking 20, 25% tops. Okay. but it By the way, 20 to 25% tops is enough to ruin a dating marketplace, but that's neither here nor there. Percent tops. Okay. But if they not all hoes, then why I got to pay to take them out to eat then? I mean, I'm paying. That's payment. I don't know, because that's just what you do. You meet a girl, you take her out to dinner, but you're not paying the girl, you're paying the restaurant. But I'm paying, which makes her a hoe. Why don't I just give her the money I was going to spend on dinner, and that hoe can go grocery shopping? So, his, <laughs> who is the little dude? Who is the little person with the braids? They're saying what I'm saying. I'm saying... I don't care how you twist it, you're paying. I don't pay, but he arrived at, he, even the other person was like, I don't pay her directly. That's one of the dating coaches that I would love to debate. And for humor, one of the dating coaches will say, but I don't pay directly. Riley, that's Riley, sorry, Riley. I don't pay directly. Well, who do you pay? I pay the restaurant, I pay the clothing store, I pay the haircut person, I pay the chauffeur, I pay... I pay this. These people get the money. The money never touches the woman's hands. 
it touches the intermediary hands. Okay, what is an intermediary? A pimp. That's what a pimp is, an intermediary. They let you transact business between two people so that you don't get in trouble. And I said, uh, uh, pimps, I mean, dating comes from prostitution, which little Riley has figured it out. He's figured it out. Riley has figured it out. They're like, wait a minute. It's still pain. That's my argument. It, Y'all can try to circle around it if you want, <laughs> okay? But even Riley on the boondocks has figured it out. He's like, why don't I just give her barbecue? It's barbecue in there. What? I got a leftover barbecue. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> even the dating coaches know that's why they'll never debate me because I'll keep circling them back. So you don't pay at all? You never pay, huh? You certainly do have on some, a nice wardrobe there. I assume you get dressed for yourself. You never get dressed for the hoes, huh? You wear those clothes just for yourself, right? And I want them to agree. They're going to be like, yeah, I wear these clothes for myself. Oh, so women wear makeup for themselves too. They don't get dressed for men either, do they? They wear the makeup to feel good about themselves. They don't do it for attention. Neither do they wear skimpy outfits for attention. Neither do they get hair extension and butt implants for men. They get them for themselves. They, huh? Oh, you think women do it for attention, huh? Interesting. So it doesn't apply to you either, though. That doesn't apply to you. That same logic doesn't apply to you. Got it. Listen, we can go circle around if we want. You can circle around all day if you want to try to deny the bullshit. The fact is you pay. You just pay an intermediary, a pimp. And the pimps are the pimps make their whole business around sucker ass men. I'll give you proof. The club industry, the 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 nightclub pimp business is centered around getting as many women in there for free so you suckers can buy tables, bottle service, drinks for the women all for attention. Are you kidding me? You don't pay. Then you paying cover charge, drink minimums, shoes, clothes, shit. Even Riley can figure out that you're paying. Let's continue it. I'll play it again just so you can see it. And that's my only argument. Now, from there, you can tell me how moral it is. Fine. All right. Do whatever you want. You can tell me how it shouldn't be. You can tell me how. Paying the rent indirectly. This dude was like, why don't I just give her the money and she can buy her own groceries? She's a renegade. You paying for the Uber, you paying for all that shit. Yeah, you paying for the trips, the vacation. Come on, guys. We don't want to fool each other. We want to educate each other. We want to educate each other. Let's go ahead and play it. Well, I don't see what the big deal is with hoes anyway. Riley, all women are not hoes. We're talking 20, 25% tops. Okay, but if they not all hoes, then why I got to pay to take them out to eat then? I mean, I'm paying. That's payment? I, I don't know, because that's just what you do. You meet a girl, you take her out to dinner, but you're not paying the girl, you're paying the restaurant. But I'm paying, which makes her a hoe. Why don't I just give her the money I was going to spend on dinner, and that hoe can go grocery shopping? Now, this goes along with people who go dates. Oh, I date, I just enjoy the company of women, blah, 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 but you paying. Even if you take her out on a date, you take a sweetheart on a date, even though I connect the dating and prostitution and I showed you the historical perspective. I showed you the data. I showed you the Man Act of 1900, 1910. 
I gave you the evidence. Dating was seen as prostitution 100 years ago. Now, you guys can't connect the dots. <laughs> you guys can't connect the dots. You still can't do it. I have to show you a cartoon, and you still shuffling. You still shuffling. I'll show you another one. How about that? Okay, 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 okay. Even the cartoons are making fun of you goons and goofballs trying to argue CGA. All right, all right. I'll show you another cartoon. I'll show you another cartoon since you guys are goofies. <laughs> since you guys are goofies. Here's another cartoon that's going to explain it all. Here's another cartoon that's going to explain it all. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Fair use. Yeah, I'm passing out crayons for these fools, huh? Sound of Joy says, I got to pass out crayons for you goofies. Let's go ahead and continue. South Park, fair use. Butters, I really think we should talk. Sure, Cal. Butters, can't you see this is wrong? You've got little boys all over school spending all their lunch money on kisses. Boys shouldn't be paying for kisses. It's wrong. Cal, every boy pays for kisses. Do you know what I am saying? If you got a girl and she kisses you, sooner or later you're paying for it. You got to take her out to lunch, take her to a movie, and then spend time listening to all her stupid problems. Look, look at Stan right there. He's got to sit there and listen to her stupid motherfucking problems because she kisses him. Yes, me. That's a lot more than the $5 my company charges. Butters, what's happened to you? What happened is I became a man. I'm sorry I'm not your little buddy anymore, but there's a time people have to grow up. Do you know what I'm saying? I, uh, guys, gentlemen. I'm sorry, there's a time where you have to grow up. You've heard me say this. If you're over 30 and you're acting like a pimp or a player, it's time for you to grow up. And you're still trying to finesse dudes and chill, try to tell them to run game, it's time for you to grow up. If you're a man in your 50s and 60s and you're telling dudes to run game and spin plates, it's time for you to grow up. Let's put away the toys for just a little bit. I'll let you play with toys later. Let's get the crayons out. We need crayons. Let's start with printing your name. In the in the little lines, do not go across the line. Color in the lines. Okay. But with this being said, go back to what Butter said. This is exactly what I'm saying. Every man pays for kisses. <laughs> and even when you think you don't pay for kisses, look at what you have to do to get a kiss. Look at what you have to do to get a kiss. You have to listen to all of her bullshit. What is that? Money, energy, attention, and time. You got to pay attention to her. You going to pay. He like, you going to pay. Do you know what I am saying? Let's go ahead and play it again just in case you missed it. Butters, I really think we should talk. Sure, Cal. Butters, can't you see this is wrong? You've got little boys all over school spending all their lunch money on kisses. Boys shouldn't be paying for kisses. That's the simp right there. Yeah, I'm telling you, they just stole all my damn thing. That's, the, that's, that's her feast. All right, what's this character's name right here? This is Hafiz. <laughs> Hafiz is right here. He on his Hafiz. Let's go ahead and listen to what Hafiz is saying. Remember, he all mad and bent out of shape. Butters, I really think we should talk. Sure, Cal. Butters, can't you see this is wrong? You've got little boys all over school spending all their lunch money on kisses. Boys shouldn't be paying for kisses. It's wrong. Cal, every boy pays for kisses. Every boy pays for kisses. Do you know what I am saying? If you got a girl and she kisses you, sooner or later, you're paying for it. I've been saying that. Hey, if you're going to date them, if you bait them past the second date and you start sleeping with her, you're going to start paying. All right. You're going to open up your wallet. Don't tell me you ain't. Uh, friends with benefits is the only exclusion. And even those go left. 
You gotta take her out to lunch, take her to a movie, and then spend time listening to all her stupid problems. Look, look at Stan right there. We've got to sit there and listen to her stupid motherfucking problems because she kisses him. <laughs> yep. You got to put up with her 24-7, 365. Listen to her problems. Boy, what a waste. You're wasting all that time. That's called pain. Yes, me. That's a lot more than the $5 my company charges. Butters, what's happened to you? What happened is I became a man. I'm sorry I'm not your little buddy anymore, but there's a time people have to grow up. All right. Do you know what I am saying? So what happened was Butters got corrupted and he started listening to pimping. He started he started reading pimping uh, books and went to a pimp convention. All right. So that's why he's saying, do you know what I am saying? And he ended up being the Mac of the year. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Butters. But as we see, the junior college is very unapologetic. Let me catch up on some contributions. You see the young lady. Guys, I see that form of young lady all the time. All the time. They out here. They out here in full force, and it's because of what we're going to visit in this next story. The millennials are hurting. Millennials are hurting financially. In this economy, they're getting crushed. I've even warned my kids. I'm like, don't get your britches too big. Don't get too big for your britches. I mean, it's going to be tough, a rough world for you in the next decade. The old times of just going 18 and turning over your life is going to be not ever present for a lot of people so you got to be ready for this shout out to no government name when you say you were batting 1000 as coach Damas, i bet your trolls and haters are checking your youtube and twitter archives to find what you were wrong about yep you're gonna have to search for it okay there's gonna have to search for it and i would love for you to bring it up shout out to loud pockets coachy i was born in the 90s i hate being in the same category as these soft sorry ass millennials <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back to my job. Keep up the great work. Statistically, some millennials are doing uh, they're they're doing their share. Some of them are doing well, but even the ones that are doing what they thought was well, they're still struggling in this economy as are generation Xers and boomers. Shout out to Ricky Webster. We love you, coach and French toast props, dude. Thank you for being here again. Yeah, Tyler says it's barbecue in there. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, Oatmeal says, Coach, you're the you're like family at this point. Woo! Shout out to you. We family. We family. All right, shout out to Todd in the building. He says, at, at about 39 or 40, when you're just exhausted. Yeah, when you're just exhausted from the jerks. And that's you. So, ladies, if you're listening to me, if you want to know how do you fit into this, well, just like that young lady. That young lady uh, that we showed you that says, hey, I'll just, you know, no one I stands, just give me some money. What that's called is undercutting you. If you ever had a business in which you were trying to be successful, you put up a business and the business next door, door to you, um, like um, that the business next door to you had been there for a while and you come in and you start a business and you set your rate slightly ahead or slightly under what they charge for their business. You keep the prices competitive. You keep it even. Let's say you charge the same thing as the business across the street. You open your business. You say, well, it's the same price. Let's let the consumer decide. Well, the business that had been there when, before you opened up lowers their price. They basically say, you don't have to do this. You don't have to take me out. You don't have to date me. You don't have to meet my parents. You don't have to seduce me. You don't have to impress me. You don't, All you have to do is wave money. We're going to lower our prices. 
What does that do for your business? It's probably going to kill it. It's probably going to not kill it, but it's going to damage it. It's going to make it harder for you. So if you're a woman looking for a relationship, let's just say you are what we call the leftover women, meaning you're in your late 20, I mean, late 20s, early 30s, if not older. And you say, I'm tired of the jerks. I want to get off the rooster carousel. I want to stop getting piped down. I want a man in a committed relationship. Unfortunately, there's a group of men that already know, especially if they have enough uh, disposable or discretionary income. Why put up with your bullshit when I can go over here? <laughs> I can go over here and get me a younger, fresher, firmer model and then drop her back off at her college dorm or drop her back off at her apartment or drop her back off at her second job, her stripper job. They're undercutting you. They're making it easy for the guy to go do this. And not only that, it's going to be cheaper than what you're requiring. It's going to be far cheaper. Now, I know you're going to be like, well, it's illegal. Guys, they're not prosecuting it mostly. You know, when was the last time they had? They're not doing it. <laughs> Hit the like button. All right. Doesn't say doesn't mean they're not going to do it. But what I'm saying is they're, they're turning a blind eye to it because there's so many people doing it. It's going to be hard. With that being said. If it's way cheaper to deal with that three, four times a month than to deal with you leveraging in your peace leave for three or four times a month, dating you, taking you out, planning trips, listening to you talk for some kisses, impressing you, giving you flowers, you just basically moving the goalposts. Some men, especially men that are making it, are going to go, why am I going to do that with you? I can be over here. That's called undercutting your business. He says they don't see the logic. They, they're never going to see it. They're going to be like, well, there's good, honest men that wouldn't do this. I'm sorry. You don't know about the dark side, obviously. You don't know about the dark side. There's good, honest men on the dark side. Yes, they are. There are accountants, engineers, <laughs> doctors, lawyers, politicians, athletes. <laughs> they're, they're on the dark side, too. So you might be dating a guy like this. You might be dating a guy like this. And he might still be on the dark side. Oh, yeah. It's barbecue in there. So if you think what you're, you're wondering, well, this doesn't affect me. These are these people over here. It does. Also, if you're a guy looking for a relationship, if you're a guy looking to date, this affects you, too. If what the guy in the boondock said, only 20 to 25 percent are what he called 304s, that is significantly going to impact the dating marketplace significantly i'm saying it's 30 percent. when you come to me on um on locals i'm saying it's upwards to 30 percent, even higher that go off and on and then men are wondering why especially if you are in southern california and i always use socal as an example because that's where i live the longest when you're in southern california it's hard to get a woman's attention just walking down the street you're like what's going on these women seem to be enter their phone they just mm, turning their nose up what you're not understanding is these women are working in us in a way they're already identifying guys based on the dollar amount and they set a dollar amount towards where their attention is going to flow they know if you got it or they know if you're willing to do it and women will tell you if you women will tell you Attention from men is a dime a dozen. If you're a somewhat semi-attractive woman, I'm talking about Master Splinter, 
all the way up to the top tier percent of women, they can get attention and salami from anywhere. Anywhere. They can get that shit. They got so much attention flowing. They don't give a damn about you running up in them, talking to them, telling them that you want to pipe them down. They don't give a damn. They like, and <laughs> this is where we've gotten in the dating marketplace. They like, all right, another one. This is the 20th guy. And don't believe the woman that says nobody ever approaches me. She doesn't understand about passive aggressive approaching. She doesn't understand that. And even the guys who do approach her in an aggressive manner, she dismisses them. She's not asking for you to approach her in an aggressive way. She's asking her to, uh, nobody approaches her with respect. She's not saying nobody offers her salami or a passive aggressive towards her. She's saying nobody approaches her and says, hi, how are you, Sally? I'd like to get to know you for 18 months and then maybe get some peace leave from you and I'll take you on a trip to Costa Rica. That's what she's talking about. All right, uh, wrapping you in your warmer brace, Todd C. He says at about 39 to 40, we're just exhausted by the jerks. 39 to 40, we just exhausted. Get my bag and run. <laughs> Give me a second. I got to run the commercial because I got to switch my sweatshirt off. I got to switch my sweatshirt off. So we're going to play a little bit of a commercial. What do y'all want to see? All right, we'll play the college one. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, and women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, we're back. It was getting 511 degrees out here. All right, so we're finishing up. Chef Martel, he says, whoever makes them shows been watching you. 100%. All right, they've been watching me. But actually, these shows precede me, so I can't take 100% credit for it. These people have been already knowing this, and they use cartoons. People are like, well, it's a cartoon. They use cartoons to get, it's kind of like jokes. People use jokes to get push a message through. And these people live normally lives, but they know about the dark side. They know what's up. They know about the dark side. And they said, we just go make a cartoon out of it and then put the message into it. Everybody pays for kids. Shout out to Grease Man, Texas. They tag team that as like Hogan and Macho Man. They called them the mega powers on Elizabeth in the WrestleMania match. <laughs> they was fighting over Elizabeth. Oh, boy. All right. We almost on the main event channel. Uh, yes, we are. Shout out to you. I, I think th I think there's a couple super chats. Oh, yeah. I did. JC, my baby mother did that to me, and I gave zero Fs. I had my own thing going on. When she realized I didn't give a damn, she couldn't send, She couldn't wait to send my daughter to me. Yeah, you guys got to not give a damn. One of the things about the situation is the women do bad things to fathers when they know you care. When they know you care. It's a sad thing, man. I mean, I know I'm trying to make sense of what's going on here as a man. 
to tell you other men. When women know you care about something, they will destroy it. If you are on their wrong side, even if you're on their right side, they will destroy the shit. Like they'll destroy your interest in other hobbies. <laughs> like they're, they're destroyers. They're seekers and destroyers. I mean, I, I wish I could say it in a nicer way. I'm not trying to demean women. But if you like, if you like fishing, she'll destroy that shit. I want to go out there too. I want to go fish. I don't want you to go fish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is she out there? Ooh, it's super cold. You know, you have something putting in there. Teach me how to put the worm on the hook. <sighs> Talking all loud. Why are you going this way? Why is the boat coming over the damn bow? Why, 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 why? Oh, there's a thundercloud coming in. Oh, we better get back to home base. Oh my, I got a fish. I got one. I got one. You got one on the hook. You got to help her reel the damn thing. Reel it in. Reel that shit in. Really, 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 really. Pull, 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 pull. You come in. You The fish come in flopping. Oh, oh. You pick up the fish. You take the fish off the hook. She want to take a picture. Show me. Take a picture with the fish barely touching it. I don't know what it is. It's kind of um, it's there is what we call in their nature. We have nature. We should do it like a male nature breakdown. Um, But our her her nature is to keep the attention on her. Keep the attention on her. And if it has to destroy everything around it around her, it's fine. As long as she has the attention on her. Even if they take your ass to court, when I tell you, when they take your ass to court, it's about attention. <laughs> That's what it's about. She knows she ain't going to win the case, but she knows she has your attention by making you show up to hearings and, and trials and lawyers and showing up to mediators. You're giving her attention. Attention is our currency. You guys better stop listening. Start listening to me because once you figure this out, once you figure this out, it will guide you the rest of your life. There's two things that control this world. And that is money and what women have in between their legs. You can make it about whatever you want, a sky daddy. You can make it about spiritual journeys. You can make it about being good and moral. You can try to push that shit on me all day long. That's all distraction. And that's mostly what people did when there wasn't shit else to do. Hear me out. And I don't mean to demean people's spiritual journeys, walks, religions, and faiths and whatnot. There was a time where, where during each night, during each day, it got dark. I want you to listen. He says, I'm in Uncle Bo right now. And I'm I'm a little bit, I can't say it any other way. But electricity is a modern convenience. It wasn't until the 1900s that we even attempted to bring electricity to you. You guys take this for granted. But all of this lights and this all just flicking light switches and shit. And whenever the time you want is new. It's really new. People lived without this for hundreds of thousands of years. And it wasn't even a thing until the, the what they would call the 20th century. Everything we have is new and you take for granted. 
They used to be able to have kerosene and you used to have to carry a freaking lamp around, a lantern to go from here and there. Most people didn't have money for kerosene, so they ass was in the dark. Or they really didn't want to overconsume kerosene, so they ass was in the dark. This is why old people don't understand why you keep the lights on in each room when you go in and out. Because even electricity was at a high premium back in the day. Now it's relatively cheap because it's everybody has it. Now, the point I want to make on this and listen. The point I'm making is for hundreds of thousands of years. If you look outside your window right now. It's dark outside, right? That meant more than likely it was dark in your house. That means you probably were sitting up thinking about six o'clock at night. Why am I here? Hold up for a second. Why am I here? What's the purpose of life? What is the journey? Was that a comet? Are those stars? I bet you that is the uh the the I bet you those stars make up the uh Milky Way. Wow. I bet you in the future, motherfuckers were just sitting around. <laughs> they didn't have no phone, no air conditioning, no internet, no Wi-Fi, no magazines, no newspapers. <laughs> motherfuckers was just sitting around. I wonder what's out there beyond the clouds. I bet you there's a moral moral code that I should follow by the big sky daddy out there. I bet you there's a sky daddy up there watching me, ever present, omnipotent, judging me from day to day and week to week. <laughs> Somebody said, what about candles? Candles cost. And not everybody had a store that could be open 24 hours a day to go get candles if you damn ran out of candles. If your damn ran out of lighters and matches, oh, shit, well, well, the corner store, op- oh, it's Sunday tomorrow. The corner store is closed. Got to wait till Monday whenever Henry wants to decide to open the corner store. You ain't got no 7-Eleven. Oh, let me run down to 7-Eleven and go get some candles and damn matches. You were stuck. <laughs> they have no Walmart. You were stuck. You guys don't realize how much people were stuck. <laughs> you had burning, you had wood. And a fire, and you better get them sticks. With that being said, it was a simpler time. With that being said, people have time to think. And they came up with shit. They came up with moral codes and religions and texts and books, and Nostradamus was writing shit. Because they didn't have these distractions and modern conveniences that we have. You only had had an infinite amount of daylight. And do not live near Alaska. Do not live near Iceland or Greenland. That's why Vikings was acting up. They freaking had long ass nights. They was like, we got to go kill something. It's cold out here. And the damn got two hours of skylight left. They was praying to the sky daddy. Give us more light. Then the calendar will circle around and then it's light all day. (laughs) You got like this much light. Think about how much light you would get. Think of how much sky, uh, how much light you get during the day. That was your day. That was it. Time to get time, time to make babies. <laughs> it's six o'clock. Everything ends. This is why we have daylight savings time. This is why we had an agricultural industry. That's why you had to get up early when the rooster crows. It's 5 a.m. Lights on. Time to get to work. 
See, this is what I'm talking about. And see, this is the problem you guys don't realize. All of these things that these spiritualities and immoral codes you live on were came up at a time where people didn't have shit else to do but come up with it. Now we have stuff to come up. We used to have stuff to do. And guess what? We are in moral decay. Mm. <laughs> we're corrupt and bankrupt morally because we just got all day. You got blue screen to look at all day. By the way, by the way, this is a fairly relatively new thing as well. When I was a young buck, television actually turned off by itself. Television turned off by itself. The shit stopped running programs and it was just snow. And that's the four major networks. They was like, let's let the people go to sleep. <laughs> They was like, let's let them go to sleep. I mean, we can't just keep running shit on them. The government said no programming after 10, 11 o'clock. They wouldn't even let them run programming. They was like, we got to let the people get some damn sleep. This idiot box is going to turn them crazy. So at 10 o'clock, they was like, they used to have this song. They had a choir, like a, a Catholic choir that be doing that shit. You be so scared, you run and turn the television off. You're like, I know I'm up late. All they had was, and then they came up with infomercials. Then they came up with 24-hour news in which they ain't even got enough legitimate news to report 24 hours, but they got it, and they got your ass up. Then they came up with the smartphone. Now y'all ass is all depressed, stressed, anxious, because y'all ass can't go to sleep. <laughs> Where do we go on this one? Somebody's going to say I'm going off subject, but this is why. Because you're under programming and you got just lights that you can just push in your and we're not evolved for that. Now, we haven't programmed ourselves. Our DNA is not ready. We haven't evolved to accept this. So we're we're actually malfunctioning. We're corrupting ourselves because we have this. And we're in moral decay because now what has happened? We created the Internet. But what is it infected with porn? Porn is the most searched thing on the Internet. Peace leave is the most searched thing on the internet. How to make money on money and women. And you can't get enough. You can't get enough of it. When it, when it goes down at 10 o'clock, the TV gets debaucherous. There's nothing good. That's on TV after 10. It's just debauchery. <laughs> anyway. So I'm just letting y'all know uh, why y'all effed up today. Prom was in art and books before movies. But you ain't got no candles. Mm. Come on, stay with me. At 10 o'clock, I said after 10 o'clock. But when the lights are out, you can't look at books. <laughs> you got your candle melting over your book. You start a whole damn house fire. Trying to get your books and your art out. So you can see it and jerk off. Imagining jerking off. You got to jerk off and pull your. You got to hold your candle. Tilt your art book up just so. Mm. How you get in a book? You live in the middle of Illinois in a log cabin. There was no Amazon. <laughs> Most people can't even read no book. I mean, hey, send me a book. Send me a book. You had to get on a horse and carriage. <laughs> Go to the 7-Eleven. 511 miles away on your horse. <laughs> yeah. 
dripping wax all on you holding your candle, trying to jerk, score squashy holding your candle. Look, you got your lotion out. You be like, man, F that candle. You got your art book, your candle going, and you got your lotion. You like, let me get that. Score squashy. Let me get that lotion going. Hold up for a second. Let me pick, let me pick up the candle. Tilt my book up just right. Let me hold that right there. Yeah, right there. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, using butter. It's a mess. <laughs> you also had billy goats, but you would have to wait until the nighttime for that too. But that's a whole nother thing. Anyway, let's continue. The show's already gone off the rails. But we're here to entertain. We're, in a, we're here to entertain. JC says, sending card, start, wait, start carding those O's or face the consequent consequences. Start carding those O's or face the consequences. <laughs> so just, just understand, man. He was like, they had art, they had naked chicks in art books. Yeah, but it was five o'clock. It's dark outside. How you gonna look at your book? How you gonna jerk? And by the way, and by the way, you lived in a log cabin with everybody around you. You know what I mean? It wasn't like y'all had five rooms and a door you could close. I'll be in my room, mom. You slept on the bed with 15 kids. You going to tilt your art book up and get your candle out and your lotion and your butter? Nah. You lived in one room. Everybody lived in one room. The mama lived over on that corner and daddy lived in that corner and the kids lived in that corner. <laughs> Let me just go to get my books out real quick. Like you had time. You had to you had to deliver the eggs. You had to get the eggs from the chicken coop. You had to chase the fox from the fox hen from the chicken hen. You had to make sure you milk the goat. You had to milk the cow. You got time. Oh, let me jerk real quick. Let me jerk off. Let me hey, nobody come into the log cabin real quick. Go out and stay outside in the prairie. Let me jerk this off real quick. You got time to set up book, candle, lotion. <laughs> come on come on man times are different man we got to realize how modernly convenient we have things you got your bacon you got your damn beef jerky dehydrating your granny out there your mom and your granny out there with them clothes and that little laundry thing what is that laundry thing you got the clothes like this <laughs> hanging up clothes you doing chores, chopping wood with your daddy. And he talked about, he talking about he got art books. Mm. Matter of fact, they catch you with a book. They going to kick the book out of your hand. What the hell you doing? Why you got that book? Kick the book out of your hand. You sitting around reading no book. Get your ass out there. Look at him. He reading a book. Hey, books back in the day was like uh smartphones. You sitting around reading a book. What kind of get this dude? And black folks, black folks, you think you were sitting up looking at pawn in, in art books? Ninja, if you don't bail that hay over there, bail that damn cotton over there. Look at this ninja sitting. He's gonna get a book. You line up, you, you wind up dead looking at a book. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna look at a book, master, real quick. Let me look at this naked chick in this art book. Hold on for a second. Ah, uh, hey, master, check out this girl's titties. <laughs> Please. Rich people have books. All right, let me stop. Man, you trying to fight to stay alive and not die by the age of 32. Not jerk off to art on, on books. 
You try not to die and get the gout, get the bubonic plague, catch m- the mumps. You're not trying to get, <laughs> you try not to die. You literally trying to survive day to day. You got coyotes, wolves coming this way, Indians coming this way, ninjas trying to rebel coming that way. You trying to stay alive and not get hung up and strung up. Anyway, try not to catch tuberculosis. Yeah, man, you're not, man. You're not trying to look at no prawn. You die in a common cold, just up sick. They're like, doctor, is he going to make it? Now nah, give him an apple. Give him, a, give him an apple. <laughs> he might make it dead at age 17. Dead. <laughs> oh, he really tried to start a family. He didn't make it. What happened? He got the. <laughs> he just got sick. All right. Anyway. Where are we at? We, we're we lost. I, look, the evening show gets lost. So don't blame me. He, he always gets distracted. The evening show, we do get lost. All right. So um, it is purely for edutainment because the morning show, I'm really be going in. All right. So let me, let's show you what the let's show you what the story is about. We're going to get to the millennials final. Finally. Uh, these millennials. Uh, millennials are moving in back into the Generation X and the Baby Boomers homes, which are not very good. Generation X and Baby Boomers did not do very well for themselves. All right. And so now here's a report and we're going to use the evidence to show you. It says right here, a new study claims that around 18 million people aged 26 to 41 have moved back home due to soaring rents. And this also explains why women are turning to the junior college with relative ease. They're in a bind, you know, I'm in a bind, Nate. says right here. Uh, we'll go to the source article, which is in Bloomberg. There's several source articles we're going to use Eco- uh, economics, inflation and price. Guys, again, this goes to also the dating game. Uh, women are using dating and relationships as a means to survive. They're not using them because they're lonely. They need they need a place. They need a place to live. We call them hobosexuals. They need a future plan, and that career shit ain't working. I mean, keeping up even one job is not going to cut it for a lot of people. So they're having to turn to other sources. It says right here, Soaring Rent has forced millions of young Americans to move back with their parents this year, according to a new survey. One in four millennials are living with their parents, according to the survey of 1,200 people. Of course, that's going to be significant enough. I know people are like, that's just a survey. It's enough significantly for it to be accurate within a standard deviation of a point here or a point there. If you took statistics class, statistics, as we call it here, this is right here. That's equivalent to 18 million people between the ages of 26 and 41. More than half said they moved back in with their family within the past year. And they give reasons why to save money is primarily 50 percent. I couldn't afford rent Your rent's due, motherfucker. to take care of the parents. That's always a concern as well for a person in their mid-30s going into their 40s, which is the millennial age, because their parents are now 60, 50, uh, they're now, yeah, 60, 65, 70. So if you get into a relationship, and I've also I've always tried to warn people, if you get into a relationship with a woman in her 40s, odds are she might have to take care of her parents. And you marry her, 
you're thinking about our kids leaving empty nest. Number one, they're not even leaving empty nest. It's not a guarantee. Number two, her parents are aging. That's a double whammy. This is why I don't date women in that age or even consider relationships with them because they got double whammies coming. They got their kids coming back and they got their parents. It's a double freaking whammy. Uh, here it is right here. Um, I like living with them. That's going to be the younger millennials. I'll show you some tweets. Personal health issues. A lot of them are very much not healthy. All right. They lungs damn near collapsed during the uh, sky daddy. The, not, I mean, the, uh, the floating virus. I lost my job. Economics, job, labor. I'm oh, sorry, uh, layoffs, and then afraid of losing job. So these are the reasons. It says among the latter group, the surge in rental costs was the main reason given for the move. About 15% of millennial renters say that they are spending more than half of their after-tax income on rent. And it is highly suggested that you do not go past 30% on paying rent. He says too much vaping. Yes, too much vaping. That's going to be an L. Uh, it is suggested economically that you don't go past 30 to 35 percent of your of your discretionary income goes past. What was I saying? You don't live past 30 percent, like your 30 percent of your income doesn't go towards rent. Thirty five. I think it's thirty five. Yeah, that's outdated. It's outdated because this is why we're in. This is why we're um, economically not savvy. Because people, sp people spend 50, 55% of their income on rent without a problem, without even thinking about it. So, um, but, but they say they don't have money, but they do have designer clothes and avocado toast and weave and extensions and whatnot. Like people are finding ways to spend the money or they're using their credit card debt, which we'll get into later. But, but um, it is suggested even as early as the 2000s that you don't go past 35%. Of uh of your income on your living. Yeah, man. This is why we're back. This is why it's easy for us to be normies because we don't follow good sound economic advice. But there's also the case that our our wages don't keep up with inflation. Our wages don't keep up with uh our appetite, our consumer spending. This is why I warned you against dating women who are highly addicted to consumer spending. Because wages are impossible to keep up with consumer spending. If they are a consumer, a.k.a. a parasite, and they don't understand how to save and invest and look into the future, and they have high levels of debt and student loan debt, consumer debt, they're, they're going to be a trap. They're going to be a trap for you. They're going to bankrupt you. They're going to bankrupt you. And then they're going to blame you. This is why people are reaching to the government in so many cases, and it's sad. I see it so sad. They rush to vote to Biden. They rush, rush to vote politicians in to fix their economics. I don't care about this. I don't care about their international policy. Now, what's affecting us more, the economy or international policy? I want you to think about that question. What's affecting us more, our president, and I'm, you can put any president in there, is our current president corrupting us with the economy or international policy? The answer is, the answer is the international policy. That's killing us. That is crushing us right now. And it's causing a corrupt economy. It's actually doing, it's actually handling both. But our right now, his policy, his domestic, his foreign policy is crushing us tax-wise. If anybody wants proof, 
We're sending millions of dollars to a place where they're trying to keep another country from invading. And we're sending. And then what happened? It was money laundered back. And then there was a collapse of a, a, a collapse of the market. Also, our international policy for immigration crushing us. So it's causing then the inflation to go up and then the wages don't keep up. No, I'm sorry. Billions. Did I say millions? I always mess that up. We're sending billions and funding it. We're sending billions over all the time and nobody's blinking an eye. So what happens is your 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 dependency on them end up they, they don't fulfill their promise and you get frustrated and mad. So this is all what's happening. Billions, like 30 billion every four, couple of weeks, every couple of weeks. So let's see here. It says right here. This, oh, this is another one. The disruption of the pandemic. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is another one where I told you no on the pandemic. I was no on the pandemic. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't shut down the country. Don't stop nothing. No, let's keep going to work. No, no, I don't care. Let people die. I was like, let them die. Oh, what about your granny? Your granny killer. Granny going to be gone. She was going to be gone anyway. Let her go. Because I knew that people were going to later on try to excuse or use that as an excuse for why shit went left. And I was like, we're going to kill our economy if we stop the country. But here we go. Now we're using it as an excuse. Whatever you volunteer for. Yeah, I had a good pandemic. Whatever you volunteer for, you can't be a victim later on. Can you hear me? Now they're trying to make it an excuse as to why people suck at their jobs. No, you volunteered to stay home. Matter of fact, you made fun of people who didn't want to stay home and shut down the country. So you volunteered for it. You can't be a victim anymore. You can't use it as an excuse as to why shit went left. Because you, I told you it was going left. Let's go ahead and continue. So I hate when people do that. And I said this at the beginning of the pandemic. I said people are just going to use that as an excuse for when their life is effed up. And here it is. The disruption of the pandemic, which triggered massive job loss, as well as a spike in housing costs. Nope. <laughs> have driven an unprecedented shakeup. In living arrangements. Who didn't see that coming? Only morons. In September of 2020, uh, the survey by Pew found that the first time since the Great Depression, the majority of Americans aged 18 to 29 were living with their parents. Yes. I got money. Come on down, ladies. Come on down, ladies. And I'll drop them off at their parents' house, too. I ain't got no problem doing that. I drop them off at their parents' house all the time, bro. Oh, you live with your sister? You live with your cousin? You live with your aunt? You live with your parent? I'll drop you off down the block. I'll drop you off right in front of your parents' house. Sometimes their mothers even know what their daughters be doing. Boomerang millennials and Gen Zers are returning back home. Here they come, guys. Why is this important? Why is this important? Gentlemen, you legacy ninjas. Your legacy ninjas. I want to remind you. Coach, should I have kids? Coach, I want to have kids. I want to pass on a legacy. Well, if you're a middle classer, and I broke down the class system, if you're in that middle class of the struggling middle class, if you're in the middle class where you're somewhat in the middle before you get to the upper class, if you have children, you ain't getting rid of them. Mm. Highly likely. I don't want to be doom and gloom. They're staying with your ass. Look, look, they coming back. 
See, you thought you was going to pass them off to University of Arizona when they turned 18. They was going to find a job and it was going to be self-sufficient and you was going to be able to give them $500 and good on you. And then they were just going to go their own merry ass way. But when you have kids today in this culture. And there's a there's a there's also a, a defense of why kids should live with you up until they get married. All right. But today's kids ain't living with you trying to find a marriage. They're living with you and they're fornicating. But. If you think you're having kids and you're going to get rid of them like the good old days and pawn them off into a husband and pawn them off and they going to find a wife and live happily ever after and buy a house and a white picket fence and get a dog and have two kids themselves. Well, that shit ain't happening. That ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. You keep your kids. <laughs> not only do you keep your kids, not only do you keep your kids, your parents move in with you. Uh-oh. Here come the boomerang boomers. See, after you get rid of your goddamn kids, <laughs> your parents move in, and then you move in with your parents, or vice versa. Now you got you. Now you got adults moving in with their kids with their parents. Oh shit! Yeah, we're we have de evolved as a as a as a group of people. And this is because you guys follow Sky Daddy, you guys follow faith, you guys follow hope, and you guys follow what could be, and you go off your merry way in your fantasy world, and you get kicked in the ass by life. I'm one that tells you, you better take life seriously, because life be handing out ass whippings on a daily basis, but y'all be out here with fantasy bullshit. Well, it could happen, and not all, and not, okay, that's fantasy. Oh, well, the Lord, and I said this, and as long as I keep praying and then keep it. As long as I keep flipping the coin and rubbing a rabbit's foot. Yeah. Y'all keep living that shit. Y'all better take life head on like a damn, you know, a bull. You got better lock horns like one of those ram sheep. It's real out here in the field. And most normies are falling for the bullshit. Yeah, I'm living my truth. I'm living my best life. All that shit. And life be handing out ass whippings. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Wendy Williams' son. Kevin Hunter Jr., age 22, evicted from Miami apartment over $70,000 in unpaid rent. And guess what? Moving right back in with his mammy. And she can't afford to pay. So even the people who supposedly have money, oh, they got money. They don't have to worry about it. Oh, but they out here trying to live their best life for the gram. They trying to live their best life for the gram. And they out here not paying their rent. Going announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Your rent's due, motherfucker! And then they ride it out with rental moratoriums, student loan moratoriums. All you guys are doing, to me, in my opinion, and listen, I'm not 100% right, but I am. You're just kicking the can down the road if you're applying to any of these programs. PPP, kicking the can. Student loan moratorium, kicking the can. Rental moratorium, kicking the can. Eventually, it's going to get your ass. They're going to get your monkey ass. All right. I didn't take the PVP and I could have. I didn't take the um, rental moratorium. I could have. I paid the rent. I paid my rent because I knew I was like, I'm going to move here in the next one to five years. I'm going to need a good rental record. Paid my rent, paid it in advance. 75% of the people paid their rent in my unit, in my complex. 30% of people did not. I was like, you guys, it's going to catch up to you. <laughs> you guys don't know how life works. Life has kicked my ass so much that I know it's going to catch up. 
I always tell you, treat money the way you want money to treat you. Treat money the way you want money to treat you. If you F around with money karma, money karma is going to clobber you. If you mess around with significant debt and you pay off your credit card minimum balance, wait too many times, it's going to kick you in the ass. If you mess around with marriage and children and you think it's some sort of free thing that you're entitled to, those days don't exist no more. Everything costs. If you're out here dating and you don't have the money and you're frustrating yourself, I told you to what? Don't date. But nope, you keep kicking the can, breaking yourself in a transactional market. And you keep denying that the market's transactional. One of these days, I'm going to just have to meet the right person. No, okay. Keep kicking the can. <laughs> it's going to kick your ass sooner or later, or you don't have to listen to me. It's going to catch up. And the, all the time where you're kicking the can, you're not working on yourself. You're not building a business. You're not using your talents. You're not investing in your ideas. You're not investing. You're not saving. All you're doing out here is trying to find some hope just so you can feel good and cuddle. You got your priorities out of whack. Hard lessons that you have to learn, but life, take life seriously. You take life for granted. We take life for granted. Guys, it was a miracle that you're even here. It's a miracle that you have enough health to be watching me right now. It's a miracle that you even have Wi-Fi to watch me. Don't you know? We're one of the few developed nations in the world. Everybody else is walking around with dirty feet. Many people don't. They live in a shack. Many people, they don't have nothing like this. They can't even imagine watching something like this and planning to live until 80 in an apartment or a house. We think that this is an entitlement, but it was a miracle that you even got here. First of all, your mother had to consent to let your daddy skeet and shoot up the club. That's a miracle in amongst itself. If you understand as an adult, how sex works, even in the marriage, that's a miracle. But even y'all, most of y'all got single mamas and daddies. And that was a miracle. Your daddy had enough game. And action to skeet and shoot up the club with your mother's 10 toes up. That's a miracle amongst itself. Okay. Now it's a miracle to calendar wise time it. So your dad can skeet in your mom's guts and you have a baby. That's a miracle. Calendar wise, that's only available two to three days in a month. And it happened to be those two to three days. And it happened to be that the other man didn't impregnate the egg. Your daddy did. Okay, you're a miracle. Not only that, you survive nine to 10 months in your mom's womb and you had a hospital to deliver you. Most women and children died in childbirth prior to the 1900s. Many of them did. And you were lucky in the time. And, and not only that, you're lucky to be born in the United States of America, although it is not a, the greatest country. It is a good one. It's a darn good one. You're lucky you weren't born in the middle of Venezuela. We are, in essence, blessed to be here. We take life for granted, and we're walking around entitled like crazy. Sorry, this turned into some sort of speech. But this is why people are doing shit. You guys are focusing. You guys are so comfortable that you focus all your shit on the what if when you got everything else going for you. You got miracles all around, and you still want more. But I want a maid. I want a husband. I want a wife. I want kids. I want a legacy. I want, brother, you just want to survive. Just survive. Just be happy. You hear women can't even be happy. And it's a miracle that they hear. It's a miracle that they ain't ugly. Okay. Mm. 
I'm just I'm just letting you guys know you're focusing too much on the what if on instead of what you got here. What you got is most of you are healthy. Most of you are mentally mentally enough to actually learn 50 words. And not only that, you're capable, physically capable. You've evolved as a species to be able to have all these appendages and working limbs and have finite movement, gross motor skills, agility, athleticism, intelligence, the capability to build, the capability to provide. And we argue over who should be paying for dates. I can't even imagine how you fools are out here finding out how life is kicking you so hard in the ass right now because you didn't listen to me in 2018. All right. I told you guys it's not the time for this shit. You guys want to date and have relationships and you can't even live on your own and survive. What are we doing? You can't even live on and survive. You're out here faking for the gram. Got new pairs of Jordans. You got new Carly's. You got all this shit. And y'all can't even survive out here on your own. You guys looking for relationships because you hobosexuals. You're not even you're not even wanting to love nobody. You're using people because you're parasites and you're desperate. Hey, listen. You're setting yourself up for failure. Get your priorities straight, especially you men. And I'm going to tell you, once you get your priorities straight, you're going to be able to buy as much peace leave as you want. You won't even be able to have time to even buy it because you got so many good things going for your life. You're going to look at women from a completely different perspective. You're going to be like, oh, well, what's the point? (laughs) Life is going so good. What's the point? You're not going to be lonely because you got time. You ain't got time now in your hands. You're entertaining yourself. Do you see my Instagram? Who's not following me on Instagram? Look at my story. Look at my stories. I have a Raider story where I'm at game. I'm living my own damn best life. I've got my travel stories. I'm living my dream. Shit. And everywhere I go, seems to be women there. There's women there. I don't even have to bring them with her. (laughs) So, guys, I'm telling you, and ladies, y'all got a whole nother thing. This whole nother thing. Most most of these people moving back with their parents are women. I guarantee you. Let me get to see if that part of the article. All right. I guarantee you most of the people moving back home with their parents are women. All right. And y'all went to New York acting like y'all was going to be sex in the city. Y'all went out there thinking y'all was going to buy a house. You went out to these places thinking you're going to buy a house until you realize how much a house costs, what a mortgage is, and you realize you ain't even close. You need a 20% down payment. I know you can use a FHA. I know you can go with your 3%, but I wouldn't suggest it because you're going to have PMI, which is mortgage insurance, and you don't want that unless you can pay that off, which is another cost. You need closing costs. You need to be able to maintain the property and so forth and so on. You're headed for a foreclosure. All right. But if you got a $500,000 house, you need at least $120,000 down. I know you don't have it. No, you don't have it. You ain't got it. So forget about your buying a house and $500,000 house is very generous. That is not the norm in many places. All right, you're talking about 750 to $1 million house, and that $500,000 house is a damn crack house in Carson, California. All right, I know people aren't ready for this. I know people don't have these monies in reserve. And this is why you went out here with this pipe dream, and then you blaming everybody else as to why you can't exist. The reality is people are morally and financially bankrupt. <laughs> you getting a fix? Yeah, you getting a fixer-upper. Why are the housing prices so high? Why is the rent so high? Don't you understand that when housing prices go up, the rents are going to go up too? 
See, this is basic economics. You guys need to take an economics class. All right. I know I'm preaching today, but um, we're going to close it up here in a minute. But take an economics class. If the cost of housing goes up in that area, market price is going to dictate that the rents are going to go up because that area is in demand. That's number one. Why would the rent prices go down? Well, you're going to say housing prices are up. Don't they need for us uh, a place to live? Yeah. How about you live in a warehouse? How about you live on the street? How about you go live in your mama's house? But market price dictates that the rents are going to go up too. And then you're mad that people, you're mad that people are, are putting the rent prices up when they got to make money too. Don't they got to rent somewhere? Don't they got to buy a house and a mortgage to pay? So you're mad at them? Well, don't they got to pay bills? <laughs> you know what I mean? They shouldn't put the rent out. They shouldn't put me out. Oh, now, listen, man. Life, life will kick your ass. Life will teach you. And I wish men would understand that the best course of action is to not focus on women, is to focus on life. As a byproduct of that, women will be relatively easy for you, whether you pay directly or indirectly. It's going to be relatively easy. People don't teach you this, but that's how it works. Now, if you want to be a minimalist and minimalize yourself all the way down, if you're a minimalist, you're also going to minimalize women. You're going to minimalize women because women don't want to minimalize. You're going to have a hard time convincing your girlfriend to go live off the fat of the land in a small, tiny house. They're out there, but she's going to be plain Jane as a mother sucker. And I don't mind that, but she ain't going to be very attractive. <laughs> she's going to be a plain Jane at best and barely a, barely a plain Jane. All right, that's my lesson for the day. Let's end this. <laughs> Let's end this. Yeah, somebody said, I'm good with a studio apartment. I'm good with a studio apartment too, but not a lot of women are going to want to live in your studio apartment, and you better be cool with that. You better be cool with that because they ain't going for that shit. So you're going to minimize women when you minimize space. If you minimize car and you be like, I'm going to go on a skateboard or a bike, well, go ahead. There goes your women. They gone. <laughs> they go. All right. I met this chick who actually knows how to shoot a bow and arrow. She's a really cute girl. She's kind of chubby. She's a cherub, chubby redhead, Uh, you know, blue eyed. She's very, very plain, but she was sexy because it was like, it was like um, she knew her little thing. She was a good archery. You know, it was somewhat sexy and a daring. Like you would be like, oh, she cute, but, but I take her out to my friends. You know what I mean? In Los Angeles, you wouldn't take her out in Los Angeles. But um, that's the type of woman you're going to get if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky, that you'd you be lucky to get that one. And she was chunky. So you guys better get real about life. Hey, and this is why I come down on the dating coaches in game, because they're wasting your time. They're wasting. I'm not shitting on their what they're selling you, but they're selling you a pipe dream. It's, it's a waste of freaking time. Managing women is a waste of time. I hate to say this, but trying to figure out how to manage women got to be the biggest waste of time in the history of humanity. Oh, the humanity. Gentlemen, you supposed to manage them and teach them how to scramble eggs. Brothers, I'm letting you know you are putting so much wasted energy and time into that fickle person 
it you will you're gonna lose all your investment. You're lose you're gonna lose that investment on a whim. The wind's gonna be blowing to the east, and that that woman is gonna be gone, and the investment's over. <laughs> because some people say you can build with a woman, and then I say, No, you can't. Then they say, Yes, I yes, I can. I built with several women, and I say, You idiot, you just proved that you can't. You just proved that you can't build with a woman. <laughs> Why you argue with me? You just said I built with several women. Where they at? You lost. That means you worked them and you lost them. <laughs> what do <are> we? <laughs> I wonder somehow. I, I, I'll be sitting there like, why do people disagree with me? You big dummy. They be disagreeing with me and then agreeing with me. And then swear up and down they're disagreeing with me. I said you can't build with a woman. You said I you can. And then you said I've done it with several women. Uh <laughs> y'all can't beat me, man. Y'all can't beat me. That's why I'm the king of kings, self-proclaimed king of kings. Because y'all think y'all disagree with me, and you, I'm going to show you, you just disagree. You disagree with me, sir. I've thought about this. You, you. Okay, what did the one girl, you, you said you built with several. Where, where's the other, where's the one you built with before? Now, what did you build? Show me what you built. <laughs> and where is it? Where is it today? What Whatever you built, show me where it's at. It Was it a business? What is it a restaurant? Was it a uh, house? Where Where is it at? Oh, you ain't even in it no more. What the hell are we? <laughs> so what you built don't even exist no more. Where's the disagreement? And where's she at? Show me where the woman is at that you built with. Hmm. She took half of your money in the business and the house. <laughs> okay, let me stop. I swear, man, people got to realize, man, I'm trying to help y'all out. He says, coach, I got the pictures. I got the receipts. Halo strikes. Keep preaching. Say it loud for the fem clowns and the simps in the back. They not ready. They going to somehow just bring up some hocus pocus to prove me wrong. All right, Zoe, Zoe man or Zoe man says feminism ruined the damsel in distress. Absolutely. Yep. Feminism ruined the dam damsel, in but they didn't see that coming. They don't know why they can't play the damsel in distress. They don't know why men don't care when they become victimized. Okay. A woman get beats, beats, a woman gets beat up in a, in a train or a train station and no man jumps to them. They wonder why, why no man helped. I thought you was equal, Wonder Woman. Captain Marvel, I was waiting for you to karate kick him, uh, kill Bill. I thought you was going to show me your super strength. What the hell? <laughs> I thought, shit, I thought you had it handled. As far as I was educated, you could do it. Go, girl. <laughs> I was like waiting for you to be like, waha. I was ready for you to show me them kickboxing skills. I was ready for you to go Ronda Rousey. I don't know. I was waiting. Nothing happened. I was like, oh, shit, he kicked your ass. Well, damn. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, I was ready for you to go Hunger Games on him and shit. <laughs>
I was ready for you to go She-Hulk. I was just, she gonna She-Hulk yet? Nah, she ain't She-Hulk Damn, she got tore up. <laughs> so you can't get mad at men that have been conditioned to think you were equal and can handle the shit and you got it and you can kick men's ass and all that. We we waiting to see it. <laughs> all right, got five foot two in heels. I'm waiting for you to see the karate kick this six foot six foot guy not not only that i'm not about to get beat up by him for you i don't know you are you my woman you're not my woman i'm not getting sex from you i'm not about to lose my life because you won't keep your mouth shut you talk yourself into that ass whooping <laughs> i was like i saw you talk yourself into that ass whooping now your mouth wrote a check that your ass can't cash what you want me to do everybody learned that lesson talk shit get hit any equal society knows talk shit, get hit. I know if I talk shit to the wrong person, liably to get hit. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, we shouldn't hit. Oh, well, listen, that's a whole nother argument. <laughs> CGA's manicured nails. CGA's YouTube uniform is a black shirt. Those dirty ass vans from the Hafiz debate. Oh, man, he got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I, this guy likes to sneak this me and think I'm going to read it. Well, thank you for thank you for that. I'm about to read a sneak this. All right, and it's not even a sneak. Uh, Halo Strike says, CGA, how much you think that straggle is celibate for? Uh, 250 to 400, depending on the market. Mm. She'll probably start at 600, and you can straggle her down. <laughs> he said, check your chin next time. Yeah. All right. The dictator says, coach, that's not true. I get XXs for free. All you have to do is take them to 5011 dates like Adam Sandler and you get it for free. All of a sudden, she's yours. All right. Anything gold says, uh, what did you say? I received uh, $600 or more payments for goods and services through a third party network such as Venmo or Cash App. Those payments are now reported to the IRS if you received that. He says form 1099K. Our 304 is going to have to start paying taxes. There's going to be a rude awakening. <laughs> There's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of people, girls, uh, straggles, uh, girls that are working in these streets. They're, they're taking cash apps. Um, I don't know if the IRS is going to catch up to all of them, <laughs> but the 1099 is going to be sent. Um, the These agencies are going to report it to the IRS. You're going to forget it, and they're going to adjust your taxes. Then they're going to send you a bill. Then you're going to be crying. <laughs> you're going to be crying because, you know, IRS don't play. Um, my suggestion with IRS is, you know, when we're all dealing with them, is that you have the money in reserves. Whatever you owe, whatever you owe, you better get ready to pay. All right, because they don't play. You better have it. Or hey, you'd be like, like if you think you owe them 10,000, 20, 30,000, you better have that shit. You better have it. Like there's no if ands, and you better hire a lawyer or one of them consolidation firms. But uh for people who are hair techs and straggle daggles and peace leave sellers and OnlyFans girls, and it's gonna be a real interesting day. If in the future, in the next couple of years, they, they start coming after these people. All right. It's going to be women are going to lose their minds. And you know what they're going to do? 
You know what they're going to do? They're going to cancel the student loan debt. <laughs> this is my this is a prediction by CGA. They're going to cancel the student debt. And then they're going to find out all of y'all got cash apps and PayPal's. They're going to be like, there's more in the, there's more in the, there's more in the, uh, <laughs> there's more in back taxes than them student loan debts. They're going to be like, all right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to give them a carrot. We're going to cancel that student loan debt. But you know what? IRS going to be at your door. And I would rather be in student loan debt. <laughs> You're going to find out the student loan debt was not that bad. You're going to find out that you had two years of un, of a, a debt that was not accruing interest or late fees or penalties for two and a half years, which is unheard of, which you should have been paying down portions of that debt, but you didn't. Again, normie economics. It was not, there was no interest. There was no late fees, no penalties. You didn't have to defer or forbear it you could have just it was interest-free loan you could have just chopped 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 it chopped it down and you could have got rid of it or the majority of it but that debt yeah you can't bankrupt it but there's no fees and penalties on it and the interest is relatively low in comparison to irs interest in comparison to interest in the other shit and not only that the full the full tab is due not on not in 20 years but in a year, I mean, as in immediately the, the tab is due if the IRS comes at you. Oh, this is what you do now. There ain't no 20 years. There ain't no writing it off. There ain't no Joe Biden elect Joe Biden. You owe it now. <laughs> it don't play. And it'll be just as much as your current student loan debt. Yeah, you owe it immediately. It ain't no game out here. You better say, yeah, somebody said, you better sell them Gucci bags. You better go sell some cat. You better go sell something. You owe it now. Pay up. And there's interest and penalties accruing by the day. He said, payment plan. Do you have a payment plan? Payment plan. Anyway, I'm a devious person. That's why I think of these predictions. That's what I would do to a group of people to keep them slaves. Oh, I'm going to throw you a carry. Here's here's a student loan debt. Now, nah, don't worry about that. We'll take care of it. Here's the IRS at your door. We got something to really make you a slave. <laughs> anyway, Teddy KGB, he says there are hella doctors domestic and abroad. And he says most successful men dip and dive on the dark side all the time. People don't realize it. People don't realize it because they've never really been around these people. You never, the only doctor you've seen is the doctor in your doctor's office. All right. <laughs> That's the only doctor you've seen. All right. So most people don't realize even female doctors are on the dark side. I know a lot of lawyers, lawyers, female lawyers, they selling cat. Absolutely. People don't know. They got student loan debts. Female doctors and lawyers got student loan debts. And marriage is almost off the table. It's not a guarantee. So. Um, when doctors get out of the, uh, out of the, the, the they get from doing their, um, residency, they could be in $300,000 in student loan debt, 300, 300,000 easy. If you go to anesthesiology school, you can come out making 300 K, but you're not going to pay off your debts. Okay. But you went to anesthesiology school, whatever it's called. S I don't know what it's called. Somebody said too much exaggeration. 
somebody said that's not how it works. I'm not sure what you're talking about. You need to be specific. Be specific when you come in here because I spend time giving you this stuff. Yes, we exaggerate, but you have to think about the normal American, and he doesn't have a picture. Be specific. He says, learn the rights. Oh, not a rights per, not a YouTube, not a YouTube learn your rights. Here we go. I, I, I really can't wait. What do you have to say? If you know your rights, the tax law, <laughs> not a know your right guy. Hold on for a second. Not a know your right guy. <laughs> These people crack me up. A know your rights guy. If the police stop you at a traffic stop, this dude, this guy, <laughs> this the know your rights. Oh man, you too. If you know your rights, you can get around the code by filing 5011 replies and responses. Most Americans don't even know they damn they gave away their rights at will. To stay around from a mysterious floating virus. See, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to give you some attention. Tax-wise, not how it works. See, this is what I deal with. This is the shit that I deal with. He's got a bunch of characters. He can literally put his disagreement right here. But he's got to disrupt the show with his bringing up his rights bullshit. And then he's saying it's not how it works. And it's an exaggeration. But he's not telling us what the exaggeration is and why I'm wrong. He's just saying, you're wrong. See, I can't. I can't with people like this. I have time today. I don't, I'm not banging nobody today. So I have time. But this shit right here, he can literally just explain it explicitly what his deal is. But he's not. So he's just going to troll. Tell us what it is, sir. Tell us what you know. Tell us why I'm wrong. Nobody can do it. All he is is red herring, gaslighting. He's using every tactic to go around and make this shit make sense like he's the smart guy in the room and he's the idiot. <laughs> okay. All right. So you you had your chance. You had your chance. I gave you the attention. I literally gave you the floor. Speak your piece, and now you don't got no shit to say. So sit your punk ass down. I, I gave you a chance. I gave you a chance. I read four of your mysterious messages, and you still didn't get to the damn point. You must be a baby boomer. Super chat that shit, you baby boomer. See, baby boomers don't understand that we have the attention span of a gnat. That time is money. Baby boomers want to, I'm a, I'm a generation Xer. And I do do live streams, so I do have to be a little bit more extend conversations. But a baby boomer will pull you to the side and slowly tell you a freaking story like you got time to listen to this shit. Boomers will pull you over. They don't super chat. They don't do nothing. They don't contribute. Hey, boy, let me tell you something, boy. Sit down right here. Let me tell you a story. See, one day. Baby boomers don't realize time is money, man. I got to go, man. I got shit to do. I got I got Instagram to scroll. See, that's not exactly true. Eight minutes later. Well, what you're saying is actually an exaggeration. Eight minutes later. Well, you got to know your rights. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> 
Get to the point. You could immediately got in there. Look, man, let me give you some facts and correct what you're saying. As a matter of fact, under tax code, law, this, and lawyer, that, you could have went right to the point, but no. You had to go around, beat around the bush. <laughs> Four score and 50, 11 years ago, there was a time and a place where, in fact, the IRS could not legally do this. And Man, shut up. Shut up. Goodness. Next time, super chat. And get to the point. All right. Good Lord, have mercy. All right. JC says they was like, got to get my candles and run. Yes, indeed. And these are old. (laughs) YouTube trash talker. I grew up. In the backcountry, Catskills, New York, before the internet, and we often didn't have power. Never saw dark like that until I got to Iraq, Iraq. And he says, by the way, the sun would set at 4 p.m. during the six months of winter. Is that in Iraq or in the Catskills? 4 p.m. All right, JC says the toilet was outside near the snakes and the bobcats. Oh, more. Yeah, the outhouse. They used to call it an outhouse. Because you couldn't shit in your own house. It would smell up the own house. You had to go out there and, you know, put your damn outside boots on. So you the rattlesnakes didn't get you. JC says, I, re- I recommend everyone read The Richest Man in Babylon. It can be a life changer. He says, the better sense. Wait. They better sense than us. They better sense or they had better sense than us 5,000 and 50, 11 years ago. Don't be a normie. Indeed, Aceto Rusko, nothing but facts, coach. When I get complacent, I remember my extended family in Lagos and realize the advantage I have to be in luxury here. Fellas, you got lucky just being here. Yep. Shout out to uh, Limited Break Ultra. Thank you, coach. Appreciate you and the contribution. See, Boomer, if you had a disagreement, you could be in here donating, and I would have immediately read it the entire thing. Dwayne Hicks, not sure if you heard, coach, but courts, have issued orders blocking the student loan debt relief. Biden out here shuffling, trying to overturn it. Yep, I know. He's he's on a wing in a prayer. Um, He's going to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. He's going to delay it. It's going to be three years since people plunked down one student loan debt payment, and you had three years of interest-free debt, and you didn't touch one red cent, hoping Biden was going to do shit, and he ain't going to do a damn thing. All right, period. That was a damn empty promise from the beginning, and people warned you, but that didn't prevent you from running your ass to the pole thinking that it was going to happen. All right, guys, government is not here to help. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not borrowing a line for Ronald Reagan. I don't look at government per se to help. I do look at opportunities where I can use the tax code in order to benefit and get me a 6,000 pound vehicle and get 25 to 100% of it paid off by business and personal use. That's something I can use from the government. If I have an LLC or a S corp, That's something I can use, and I might take advantage of something like that because you have to park the money somewhere. All you have to do is put down 20%. You're going to have a high car bill, but it's going to be something that you can take advantage of when you have it, if you have the money and you can park it. But waiting for somebody to do a miraculous thing like student loan death relief when that's not going to do it, that's one of their biggest uh, money makers. I don't see that happening. All right, Brandon Whitefield says, shout out to the coach gang. Free agent to the fat lady sings. Yep. They promised the stuff for for votes and then they renege. Uh, And then you know what they do. I've been here for so many elections. 
It's pretty simple. You promise, and then if it doesn't get pushed through, you blame the other side. Jesus. Do y'all not see that coming? Maybe you don't. No government name says, to your point, taking advantage of an 18-month mortgage moratorium made my mortgage principal go up over $22,000. Wait a minute. <laughs> he says, to your point, taking advantage of the 18-month mortgage moratorium made my mortgage principal go up $22,000? Am I reading that right? Oh, my God. So you didn't touch it. You took advantage of it. And then it went up. Because I don't know the mortgage moratorium, they still accrued interest. It still accrued interest, right? Mm, he paid mortgage principal instead of the interest. Yeah, so you didn't pay the interest. So, yeah, you only paid the principle but the mortgage man you got yeah again look, mortgage having a mortgage is a lesson um was it adjustable rate yeah having a mortgage is a lesson you're gonna get learned you're gonna learn real fast you're gonna have to learn the hard way um i think he's responding he says yeah take that money you didn't pay and tack that ish to the end yeah it's um it's one it's a trap it's a trap and a lot of people don't know this but i'm not trying to i'm not supposed to tell you this because you guys have hopes and governments and banks and people with shiny suits and and words and you don't realize they just sticking your ass for your paper, man. They sticking you. I mean, you might have to clear that up. But they kept adding to the they keep adding the interest to the loan. So he was only paying. I think he took advantage of the moratorium, didn't pay anything. And then the the principal didn't grow. The principal stopped. Well, the principal is the principal, but the interest kept getting tacked on. A lot of people, a lot of people also, that happens to your student loan debt. That happens to your student loan debt. You think you're paying it off by paying the bare minimum, but the interest comes back. All right. And say you have a high student loan debt of $50,000 and you only play the, the minimum payment, which you're not even close to playing principal. You're only playing primarily interest. That's what your monthly payment goes to. And then so you plunk your payment down for two years and you faithfully make your payment. But the 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 principal is so high that even when you make the payment, the interest getting tacked on is almost as much as the minimum payment. <laughs> and then so what's happening is your loan is going up in price. It's not going down, but even for, for each payment, it's going up. <laughs> it's. I know it's a life lesson. And when you're 18, 19, and 20, they do not tell you this. They do not tell you how paying off loans work. They front load it, meaning the principles, the last thing you pay off, the first thing you pay off is the interest. And there actually is a chart that is called, um, what is the chart called that explains this? It's slipping my mind. The chart is called in housing and mortgage. It's called a certain chart. I can't remember what this. Somebody will tell us here. What is the chart called that they use to explain how you pay off loans? <laughs> he said the mafia. Amortization. Thank you. Thank you, Gray Hayes. The amortization chart. Guys, I'm here to instruct you. Never say I never. Yeah, the rule of 12 or 72. So 
the amortization chart. Look it up. I mean, this this is where I tell you information is there, but you will claim to be a victim when you're a volunteer. The amortization schedule sets up the principal in the front end, meaning it's the last thing you pay off. Same thing in mortgages. And then you pay off primarily the first in a mortgage. The first 17 years of your payments in a 30 year mortgage is purely interest. Roughly. This is rough. This I'm just ra- roughly. It's certainly the first 12 years. The first 12 years of your mortgage payment is only interest. You did not touch the principal, meaning if your house was worth $550, $550,000, and then once they tacked on the interest based on whatever the mortgage rate is, and they tack that on, let's say it's another $300,000, $400,000, which it possibly can. I mean, sometimes it can double if you're stupid. All right. They tack that on. Now you owe $950,000 for your house. And you're going to pay that off in 30 years. The first 15 years is going to be only interest. And then when you get after paying that, you're going to be paying down. It's going to be primarily interest, not only. It's going to be a small percentage of principal, mostly interest. By the time you start getting to the 15-year mark, which most people never do, most people don't stay in a house for more than five to eight years. So once you get to the 15-year mark, now you're paying purely interest. It's the original 550. Now you're paying down the 550, but you just paid off interest. That's why they call it a mortgage, a mort. It's a, it's a death contract. It's a death contract. Shout out to Demon Deacon OG Pretty Doug. Boomer is not wrong. It just takes too long to explain on the chat on taxes. And you know I'm Coach Gang all day. He says you said uh, you said to yourself that straggles don't lose. They find someone to orient them all the time. He says might take a salami here and there. Yeah, I know he's not wrong. Shout out to you for the super chat. What I was saying is in order for people to overcome in order for people to overcome this IRX uh, IRS codes and things like that, they're going to have to be savvy immediately. See, this is the part that I wanted to argue and that's why I was giving him time to explain. He was trying to say I was wrong. You just have to know your rights. But you have to know your rights immediately. Like you don't have two years to figure out what your rights are. And most people don't have time to know their rights immediately. And by the time they figure out what their rights are, it's probably going to be a little late. And then you're going to have to do a lot of backtracking. And backtracking, you might not have the time to backtrack. That's why I was giving him time to say it. And that's why I was like, say it. So I can give you time to say most people don't know their rights in advance of the shit that happens to them. That's my point. But with that being said, a mortgage is a death contract. It's not a contract that will kill you, but it's a contract to your death. Meaning it extends over a massive amount of time. So if you're 30 and you get a 30 year mortgage, that's pretty much until your death. So that's my whole point. And I was giving him a chance to actually try to talk me down on the know your rights. And that's why I said, hey, know your rights is fine. But knowing your rights after the fact don't mean shit. It's going to it's going to cost you a lot. I know people that have been in tax trouble. They're getting their ass kicked still, right? And they're hoping that the 7 year, they're hoping that the 7 year term of a a debt um just shows up on the calendar and the debt's wiped off, right? And they've hired companies to try to work against that to know their rights. 
So that's my that's my point on knowing your rights. That's why I always say, oh, know your rights. Most normies don't even know their rights. So, yeah, he's right. But you got to think about who you're talking to. You're talking to a single mother. You're talking about a straggle dagger with a stripper, part time sugar baby. You're talking about normies that go to work. You're talking about people that took a debt moratorium, either mortgage or student loan. They don't know their rights. Mark is saying my point exactly. Exactly. I That's why I was giving you time to explain it. I was going to hit you with most normies don't know their rights and they never will. You think they're going to sit around figuring it out by the time they hit you with the you got $6,000 worth of cash apps over the last five years? They ain't going to know it. You're talking about normies. <laughs> you talk about strippers and Tata Alicia and Ku Klux Keisha in them. For me and you and OG, we know our rights. We're prepared for this shit. We built for this. Most women ain't going to know what's coming. That's my point. And I was giving you time to explain that. And I was going to hit you. That was going to be my response. Let's let's consider who the people are in America. Most people in America are deaf, dumb, and or blind. And they're walking, sleepwalking through life. They're ready to die. Most Americas, most Americans are ready to die. They did everything they were supposed to do up until age 32, and they just waiting for death to come. And in between that, they're looking at Instagram, TikTok, placating, looking at Good Morning America, NBC Today Show. <laughs> they ain't ready to fight nothing. They ain't even ready to fight a bumblebee right now. So knowing your rights is going to be only a small percentage of people. And this is why we teach the money mindset. Know your rights. You better be out here to take life uh, seriously, and you better have understand money karma. But most people are willfully ignorant. They ain't know. All they're going to do is pray. They're going to collapse and have stress. They're going to be jumping from bridges. <laughs> All right. That's my point. That was the point that I was going to make. Where are we at? Aceto, did I get you? Yes, I did. All right. So uh, we're still doing super chats. Y'all don't have to stay. All right, Dwayne Hicks, he says, not sure if you heard, uh, but, oh, I already got that one. Uh, did I get Brandon? Carlos says, speaking of taxes, it's crazy how I heard convicts applied for, got approved for, and used PPP loan for bail. How is that possible? Salute to you, CGA. But uh, what an interesting time we live in. What an interesting time we live in. I didn't know you could do that. Shout out to Demon Deacon and JC says they better open the LLC for peace leave services. They barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. That would be a good piece of advice. If you are somewhat of a SW, which they call the SW, a worker of services, a service worker, you better open an LLC. It better be like candy delivers the goods. <laughs> you better say you sell candy. What do you sell? <laughs> uh, what do you sell to make all this money? Candy. I sell cat. I sell Kit Kat, whatever the hell you want. But if you have an LLC, you might be able to be able to know your rights and be able to dodge the code. Here we go. Did I get full speed in the building? He says, in Las Vegas Saturday, drinks on me. All right. Uh, my man, L.A. Zorro says, tuition in the building. Yeah. Ashley Davis, rant last night was epic. Free agent for life. Thank you, man. Most people, 
Most people haven't, they're not going to see it. Jay Flo says Christmas bonus about the drop. Wifey don't know. You better make sure you hide that money. All right. Hide that money. Take yourself out and enjoy a young piece of thing. We call it a little piece of calico. <laughs> enjoy yourself. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of Mark and OG, do you know most people don't even have money for bail? Uh, we're supposed to tell people to know their rights. We can't even tell them to know their American rights. All right. Let alone the IRS code. Um, do you have bail money? Do you have a retainer for a lawyer? Do you even know a lawyer before you get into stupid ass trouble? Okay. This is the points that I try to teach you in money mindset. These are the things I want you to worry about. Not women. Because if you do something stupid, you better have a tax lawyer ready to go. You better have a bankruptcy lawyer ready to go. Yeah, you're going to need one. If you get in tax trouble or all, you better have your ass a real estate lawyer. I went over this in the money mindset and in my courses. You better have a family law attorney, lawyer attorney if you get married. Before you get married, you better know a family law attorney, okay? You better have a criminal law attorney ready to go. People just winging life. Somebody just said it. He said people just go in, they winging it. I literally think about this shit. I'll be like, all right, who do I know? Who can I call? Where's the money? What? Can, how do I get the bail money? Maybe you don't need bail money. You always might need bail money. You never know. So it pop off. All right. I'm going to need something. You need a civil law attorney. You better have them on deck. But y'all out here winging it. And then when y'all get in trouble, y'all look stupid. Y'all be like this. Oh, the humanity. Blaming everybody. Do you have a firearm? Do you know your rights to that firearm? Can you conceal it? Can you conceal it on your person? Can you conceal it in the glove box? What if you walked into the store? What if you walked to the airport and you forgot you were concealing it? That happens. Somebody was just telling me a story that happened. Hey. But y'all going to go on the billboard and the yellow pages while you in the clink getting your one phone call, <laughs> calling your parents. And your parents, if they're a boomer or a Generation X parent, they don't got the money. <laughs> they don't have it. They don't have it. They're going to have to sell title to their car. They're going to get have to get a title loan on their vehicle. Or they're going to have to put, they're going to have to get a pay against their, they're, they're going to have to get a lien against their mortgage. And if your parents are renters, you asked out. And if the car is older than 10 years, you asked out. No title loan. <laughs> they're going to be in a payday. They're going to be in a payday loan. This is why I tell you, man, if you want to be a parent, think about these things about your children. If you have teenage children, yeah. What if your teenager get out there and they get they were the group of people and they all get swept and arrested curfew or whatever? All right, how you gonna get them out? Shit can happen. I was a teenager and I got 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 in a uh, curfew sweep. I got caught up in a curfew sweep. Was in the holding tank, and my aunt had to come out and get us. And I know she didn't have no money. I was like, how the hell? <laughs> all right, I don't know what she had to do, but sometimes you know she might have to. Yep, you might have to pay somebody hush money. You might get sued. You might have to pay somebody civilly to settle. You might have to hire an attorney to sue someone. But if you want to sue someone, something happens against you. No, I'm going to sue them. With what money? <laughs> Your rent's due, motherfucker. $5,000. I went over this in the course Conquer. I went over all of this. The network of people that you must have. But you guys want to tell me about women, about getting hoes, 
Trust me, I've been there, done that. Guys, once you dived in a couple pieces of peace leave and you get to the high marks, it's all the same. <laughs> all the same, guys. And don't think your family got the money. All right, shout out to Andrew. Andrew says, shout out to CGA and the coach gang. Four years out from the plantation, never going back. Free agent for life. He says right here, just like Chris Christensen, baby mama terrorist, also tried to divest the domestic violation route. Didn't work, and we shut that ish down. Congratulations, man. You got wriggled out of that one. You wriggled out of that one. Congratulations, man. Yeah, what if your wife goes all domestic violence on you? We showed you cases where that can happen just on one argument. Well, my wife will never do that. One argument, she flips and loses her shit. Any woman can do that. Any woman at any time can do that. Yes, your girl. And then all of a sudden, she says you did something, which she instigated. You might have did it. You might not have done it. But how are you going to clear your name? If you're married, you better have some bail money on the side because don't call your wife. Whitney Houston ain't coming to get you out, Bobby Brown. All right. Is she going to be burning your clothes uh, and throwing your clothes out on the lawn by the time you come? Maybe she might bail you out. But you can go to the clink with no evidence. You can be arrested on suspicion, on um, what is it, um, probable cause. There don't have to be evidence for your ass to get thrown in the clink. So don't think, well, I don't break the law. You could be suspected of breaking the law. Somebody could say you broke the law, eyewitness. Somebody could probable cause lead you to getting thrown in the clink. You better be ready. <laughs> you better be ready. All right, have your paperwork. All right, look, man, enough bullshitting. My timestamp person is going to have a fit trying to get this shit together. So, look, I'm going to put probably a note at the beginning. There's a lot of going, jumping around for this podcast. Um. Anyway, shout out to the guy who wanted to disagree with me about the IRS who did get backed up by a member of the coach gang. But with that being said, I always have backup and is ready for a defense against this. People need to know their rights, but most morons do not. That's why we have a designation under the psychological evaluation of the, I, of the IQ designation called moron. <laughs> under IQ, you can test under what you know and what you're capable of knowing, and you can test and qualify as a moron. There's a lot of them out here in America. <laughs> and you might think I'm one of them, but I'm definitely not. But with that being said, there's a lot of them out there. So don't assume everybody is equipped with knowledge. Most people are equipped with hope, and they hope shit goes right. Shout out to the coach. Okay? He's called this, it's called the Duluth model. You can qualify by testing and test as a flat-out moron, and I wish somebody would test. Mouth breather. Most of y'all would figure out you're not too far away from that designation. Shout-out to the Coach Gang, and we out of here. Peace. <laughs>